The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Halfway through the week already. And uh, thanks for joining us here. Yeah, I'm glad we got you in Pat here. Gray Unleashed. You're out there cutting a rug in the hall. We just can't get yeah. you to stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, what's happening? Okay, shouldn't shouldn't have to put up with this on my own show. Oh. You know, so. Well, at least there's no video evidence of what I'm speaking of on uh, Instagram or Facebook uh-huh. I, or Twitter. You know, it's, it's a really important thing to keep in mind now. Um, <laughs> really know. important. There's a camera everywhere, man. Because it's possible that I didn't have that in my mind <laughs> last night. When you were dancing. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. For a long, eh, long time. Just, yeah. just wrapped up, actually. Mm-hmm. Just went to print with that. <laughs> Again, see, I shouldn't <clears throat> shouldn't have to deal with this on my own show. Oh, well. Uh, so You're welcome. Interesting. <laughs> I'll have to look into that sometime soon. What, what does that mean? Yeah, I just Should I be worried? Look into it. Look into who's doing this on my <laughs> own show. 888 <laughs> <laughs> This is pretty amazing. <clears throat> Yesterday, the FBI arrested a Saudi immigrant who was living in Weatherford, Oklahoma. What is that all about? Just Islamophobia. You know that as well as I do. Racism and Islamophobia. Why are you arresting Saudi Arabian immigrants minding their own business? He's charged with visa fraud. Uh, no word on what he's done with American Express. <laughs> or, <laughs> yeah, that's a different kind of Ooh. visa. Oh. Uh, But what was he really up to? His backstory is amazing. He's lived in the U.S. since 2011, and the FBI has been watching him for the past five months. So far, the FBI hasn't said much about why he was under surveillance, only that, but I think you'll understand why in a minute. (laughs) They only said they were trying to determine whether he was involved in terrorist activity, obviously. Uh, Here's maybe the most disturbing aspect of the story. He obtained his pilot's license in 2016. Mm. Now, whether he got the license for nefarious reasons or not, it did lead to his arrest. As a non-U.S. citizen, he had to submit his fingerprints as part of the licensing process. Now, the interesting part is the FBI matched his fingerprints with prints on a document that was captured in Afghanistan. Amazing. In the year... I think 2000. The captured document was an application for admission to Al Farouk, which was Al Qaeda's most notorious training camp. Four of the September 11th hijackers were trained at Al Farouk. Admission to the camp required an invitation to join and a reference from someone Al Qaeda knew and trusted. So it's a, it, it's a big deal. It was a big deal camp to the terrorists, and it was tough to get in and, you know, almost impossible to infiltrate. So far, authorities haven't disclosed whether he was actually trained at the camp, but he obviously filled out the application, and his fingerprints were on it from the year 2000. So the camp was then destroyed by a U.S. bombing campaign in the weeks after the 9-11 attacks. FBI got 
they were pretty fortunate to find this guy. They have hundreds of thousands of captured documents, photographs, emails, phone numbers, fingerprints, DNA samples, obviously, all stored in northern uh, Northern Virginia and at the FBI headquarters in Washington that still haven't been researched. So I wonder if they should put a, an employee or two on hmm. doing just that. <clears throat> hey, well, you know what? All that stuff we've got, maybe somebody should look into it. <laughs> I mean, isn't that kind of what they do? And then let's let's match that to people who live in America right now and are maybe part of a sleeper cell. Uh, so apparently they don't have the resources to do that, they say, <clears throat> which is ridiculous. I mean, we spend all this money on wasted nonsense and we don't have the resources to put somebody on this? Come on now. So he was in Oklahoma, this Saudi Arabian, uh, but this highlights kind of that there's still a mountain of stuff that's undone that needs to be done uh, with counterterrorism. There's a lot of holes in this system. And we just don't want anybody falling through them. I mean, this guy could have easily. He's training to be a pilot? Yeah, what is on his mind? What that? What are you thinking? Mm-hmm. Federal gover- the uh, federal government is set to borrow a trillion dollars this year. Uh, you would think if they're going to do that, a good portion of that might be well spent in uh, counterterrorism. I don't know. Just call me crazy. Oh, we got more important things to uh, well, we do. spend that money on. Well, we do. And one of those big, big important things is finding out about this Russian collusion. <laughs> because you know that uh, the Trump and Vladimir Putin are besties. You know that, right? <laughs> Even though they'd never met until, you know, recently after he was president. Uh to, to listen to the Democrats, I mean, Trump and, and the Russians are practically one. So now they're, they're making a big deal, though, out of this. Um, you know, the little lovers in the FBI struck and uh, Lisa Page. <clears throat> Apparently there was a recently revealed text between those two lovebirds, including an exchange about preparing talking points for uh, then FBI Director James Comey to give to President Obama, who wanted to, quote, know everything we're doing, unquote. <clears throat> so Fox News is making a big deal out of this because Obama wanted to know everything they were doing with Clinton. So <clears throat> you would think the president would want to be apprised of what the former secretary of state under investigation, you would think he'd want to be apprised of all the latest details. So anyway, Page wrote to Strzok on September 2nd, 2016 about prepping Comey because POTUS wants to know everything we're doing. According to a newly released Senate report, this text raises questions about Obama's personal involvement in the Clinton email investigation. I don't know that it does that. I mean, he wanted to do, he wanted to be appraised of it. Is that nefarious? I don't know. I'd love it to be. You know what would be nefarious is if it said, hey, I want to know everything about what the Trump campaign is doing. I want to know all the things you're finding out about what Donald Trump and his closest closest advisors are doing during this campaign. Now, then you've got something. But that's not what this is. Yes, Strzok and Page have clearly shown that they don't like Trump, that they don't like Republicans, that they're definitely biased. 
They've called Trump an effing idiot and other insults. But I don't think there's any there there on this thing. And that was the investigation that um, got reopened uh, eventually in October with uh, Anthony Weiner's laptop. And now, oh, right. now, right. now somebody mm-hmm. has released that information from that investigation. And if you want uh, George Soros' cell phone number, it's uh, now available on the interwebs. Thank you, Anthony Weiner. <laughs> As is Al Gore's email address. Is it? And other treasures. Oh, we need to email Al. Maybe that's how we could get him on the right? show, because if people ignore me, yes. I need to go straight to the source. Straight to you Al Gore himself. I'm going to actually do that, no joke, uh, here momentarily. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> trust, <laughs> trust me, I... As long as we have access to it, why I not? Shall. <laughs> and then the other big deal the Democrats are uh, screaming about is the fact that that John Kelly, the chief of staff for President Obama, called some of the dreamers. He didn't say all dreamers, all these DACA people are lazy slobs. He didn't say that. He says some of them are lazy, too lazy to go apply. Well, are you telling me that none of the 1.8 million people are lazy? <laughs> You're telling <laughs> Really? This is the only group of humans who have ever existed on the face of this planet who, out of almost two million of them, not one has a lazy bone in their body. Yeah, welcome to the greatest country to ever exist that you entered illegally. Tell you what, <clears throat> just asking you to fill out a little bit of paperwork, if you just don't mind, just writing your name right here, and then uh, you can hang out here legally. And that's all he was saying. Well, listen to this. Uh, you tell me if this is anything terrible, anything uh, nefarious. Has he... Has he uh, given the Democrats a super big talking point now to show just how racist and hateful he is? Some of them didn't hear about the program, hard to believe, but okay. Some of them... Okay, so he's he's making the case of why. Why would you not? Why would you not sign up for the program? Then you won't be deported, right? So some of them didn't hear about it. Hard to believe, but okay. We're perhaps a little bit concerned about signing up when many, many people in the neighborhood signed up. There's another good point. Some of them were maybe concerned about, okay, if I show up, they're going to arrest me. It's a trick. However, as he mentions, well, yeah, but their neighbors in some cases have signed up two or three times, so that shouldn't be a concern either. Three times, two or three times. But okay, fine. But I got to tell you, uh, the rest of them who are now claiming, uh, not even claiming, have been gan- granted essentially DACA status by the President of the United States, who has mm-hmm. become the champion, I believe, for 1.8 million people who are now considered kind of DACA. Uh, I got to say that some of them just should have probably gotten off the couch and signed up. But that doesn't really matter now. Right. Because President Trump has given them the step. Yeah. Uh, wow. So even though the president is championing them, they still haven't signed up for the program. It's a little hard to believe they couldn't at least bother to get off the couch and go down and, and apply. However... It doesn't even matter because Trump is championing their legal status in this country. He's offering them a path to citizenship. (laughs) And still you've got the left going out of their minds over this. How dare he call some of them lazy. (laughs) Had he said that some white people are lazy, they would have said that's not far enough. All white people are lazy. You, you could easily say anything you want about the American people or white people, right? You could say they're all lazy slobs. They're not worth a crap. You could 
probably say white people should be exterminated. And who was it that recently did? Well, and it wouldn't matter. But how dare you say that some of the 1.8 million dreamers here illegally are lazy? Heaven forbid, because they're all good, hard working. Well, that's wonderful. Why, that's why they come here? Family people right. who can't be separated from their family and who are so close to perfection on earth that's true that you need to leave them alone it's you need to leave them alone. and they're here to do the jobs that americans just, just won't do won't do it's another right. talking point i love triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three joined by brad stagg yeah. are we we're still on for the dance club later shut up well, i mean i what i just thought we brad were, hmm. uh, people that come here uh-huh. quote Right. Illegally, right? Yeah, they don't. They they're so close to perfection. They don't get earwaxed, do they? <laughs> no, 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 of course no. not. So, so how dare I, you even right, bring them right. into that discussion? Sorry, so, I'm sorry. Disgusting. So they can stop listening. I'm well, sorry. I have. A, they I, don't have anything icky that they no, do or have. No, no. their no. poop doesn't even right. stink. I, when they take when they right? go to the bathroom, number two, they don't even do that. Though, right. to begin it with. smells like daisies. It does. Yeah. That, it it yeah. actually does. It's true. It is absolutely amazing. And <laughs> true I, fact. I did I did want to clear up, a, and it doesn't say whether or not this letter is from a um, a legal listener, let's say, or an illegal listener, but it's a, someone mm-hmm. in North Dakota says, I purchased the WaxRx system, and it didn't work for me. Whoa. My wife has complained for years that my back is hairier than an endangered orangutan. <laughs> Since I bought Wax RX to see if it would remove that unwanted hair, well, it didn't. I'm disappointed. Signed, Harry, in North Dakota, and I think we need to, we need to clean clear this up. Uh, Harry, it's Sorry. not it it is not wax to remove hair. Oh, it is a system to remove ear wax. I see how he could. It's super important. It really there. is. Messed I mean, up. you've you know, it's so if we can clear that up, along with the fact that no one who comes into the country illegally even has that's true earwax, yep, which mm-hmm. eliminates an entire portion of the population. Mm-hmm. If, however, you happen to find yourself with itchy ears, mm-hmm. with maybe a little tinnitus, with vertigo, or you can't hear very well, or you can't hear very well, what? or you're just a great dancer. You just, Either, I mean, yeah. any way you want to look at it. It's for, it's for great dancers, too, Pat. It really Shut is. Up. By the way, you know, when you do the white man's overbite while you're dancing, mm-hmm. you're actually helping clean out your own ears. Because when you're chewing, when you're moving your jaw like Wait, that, cleans out your ears. That's a thing? Huh? White yeah. man's mm-hmm. overbite? Oh, come on. Oh, I see. Yeah, see? Yeah, yeah see? It, mm-hmm. it falls on your face very naturally. Look, if you have ears, you need the Use Wax RX system. I promise you that. You do, if you don't need it today, you're going to need it tomorrow or the next day. Go to usewaxrx.com. Use the promo code radio. You get free standard shipping. Usewaxrx.com. Promo code radio. You're listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. On the Blaze Radio Network. Triple Eight, 900-3393. Pat Gray Unleashed. So, one of the questions of the day I think would be, uh, 
are you in favor of this military parade thing? I'd like to hear from uh, people who support the president. Is that a good idea? Would you like that in America? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You know, it, like you see in Shanghai or Beijing, or you see in Moscow, uh, or you see in Pyongyang, North Korea. Big military parade. I guess it wouldn't include missiles, but still, you got tanks rolling down American streets. You have a big showy communist style military parade. Sweet Lord, don't. I, I mean, there's a lot of people who are okay with it. Check out the web. Look at Twitter. How dare you say that this is not a good thing? It's about the troops, not about you. Well, how does that help the troops? Frankly, you know, how about you, how about this? How about we pay for for veterans funerals who have committed suicide rather than throw a big fat military parade? As I mentioned on Glenn's show, we uh, talked to a client today, Dog Tag Furniture. Guy put together this charity. He gets nothing out of it, except the satisfaction that he's helping his his brothers. Um, he raises money on his website. Everything he sells, all proceeds, go to provide funerals for uh, military vets who have committed suicide, and that's twenty two of them a day. And when they when they commit suicide, they lose a lot of benefits. And then the government says, "Here, here's three hundred dollars. Go bury your loved one." Yeah, no, that's not that's not going to do the job. Buried my mom uh, less than a year ago, <clears throat> and we, you know we didn't have a lot of frills. I think it cost us fifteen thousand dollars to do that. It's expensive. Yeah, it's expensive. And this guy started this charity, DogTagFurniture.com, uh, based off of just raising money to pay for his yeah his best friend's uh, funeral. His his best friend's wife didn't have any money. And and as he's going door to door selling these wood carving things that are just beautiful, yeah, they're uh, great. He gets arrested for peddling, and thank God the mm. local authorities were so cool that they helped him out. Um, but uh, th- think of that 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 chain of events. Mm-hmm. Your your best friend commits suicide. <clears throat> the government turns its back on our heroes. Mm-hmm. You go try to raise money. You get arrested because you don't have a peddling license. And uh, at least um, the greater good is now being served. And let's forget the really important part. They were willing to give up their lives mm-hmm. for their country. And their country has turned their back on them. They are broken, mentally speaking, because of what they went through in the military defending the country. It's, I mean, it's tragic. It's so despicable that we're not taking better care of them. Thank goodness. For dog take furniture and people who care. You know, there's like 72,000 veterans organizations. 72,000. We'll be talking about this more next month, but uh, this is a good time to do it. I think if you're talking about spending, who knows, 30, 50, 100 million on, on a military parade, we could spend that money a lot better for veterans, believe me. Uh, this is an unbelievable idea, frankly. Yeah, we absolutely in retirement treat our elected officials our congressmen our senators their mm-hmm. retirement benefits are just oh how long do they have to be in office before they get a full pension like and i'm not talking about yeah you know everybody with pensions most everybody with pensions gets a certain portion uh, for the rest of their lives you know maybe half or 
two-thirds of what you made or if you've got a really good deal. I believe the pension for Congress is full pay. It yeah. seems like it's it's their full yearly pay of 175000 or whatever it is now. 888 uh, So is this the best way to go? Let's go to Libby in Texas. Hey, Libby, you're on the blaze. Hi, Pat. Hi. <laughs> Good to talk to you. You too. Hey, look, uh, this whole, I'm a military vet myself. Um, I grew up as a brat. My husband's still active duty. We already, as the military, put on, quote, unquote, parades. They're called air shows. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And so, you know, go to an air show to see the military might because they're actually quite outstanding. Yeah, those are really cool. Yeah, really and cool. um, so to to waste all this money to put on a commie style parade mm. is just asinine, especially since you know you you see our our veterans, you know the greatest generation, they're they're just they're just left to just just live in squalor and and just the mm-hmm. it's just awful. It's it's just it's just an it's a disgrace how we treat our vets. It really is. And yes, just it is. take that money and stick it towards them. And, and it's just, I, oh, my God, it just makes blood <laughs> want to shoot out of my eyes. I know. <laughs> I know. Thanks, Libby. And thank you for your service. Appreciate the call. Uh, Bobby in Texas, you're on The Blaze. Hi, I'm Hi. also a military vet, and my husband retired after 30 years. And I can tell you, as a former airman, I wouldn't want to have to stop everything that I'm doing, my normal job, and find my service dress and get it together and practice and practice and practice for a parade the commanders don't want to have to do this because it interrupts all their scheduling and training and then all the equipment that's going to be shown off in this parade all has to be broken down cleaned up put back together because everything has to be in perfect condition to go into a parade that's a really good and that's point going to too. take yeah. time away from their job mm-hmm. and it's ridiculous that we're talking about this kind of expenditure when like the former caller had just said about our vets killing themselves there's one a day gets killing themselves there's no support programs for people coming back with ptsd or very few and we're still dealing with vets from vietnam who are out there homeless and have no hope yeah so it's ridiculous that he wants to do this kind of thing and the other thought of it is if this does get pulled off can you imagine come 2020 the democrats are going to take clips from this parade throw on some old soviet era military music behind it and boy what kind of optics is that going to be? You're exactly right. Nice. Uh, really good points. Thank you, Bobby. And thank you for your service and, and your husband as well. Uh, <laughs> yes, the optics would make a great campaign ad for some Democrat. I That might be one of the most powerful statements you could possibly make. If you did that right, Yeah, that could, I would think, that could lose Trump the election. So, yeah, probably not a really great idea. I, It's just something we don't do in the United States of America. We don't get out our military hardware and, hardware and parade it up and down cities and show the world, hey, see how many different ways we can kill you? <laughs> this is so, yeah, we can kill you a million different ways. They already know that, for one thing. Secondly, the cost involved would just be stupid. And the hassle. And as she just said, they got to break it all down and clean it all and then put it back together. And then, I mean, is it worth it? Is that worth it? Really? Just for some kind of showy, weird, look at us situation? 
Wow. I have never seen video of one of these other nations parading their armies through the streets of their big cities and thought, man, that's cool. I don't want to mess with them. (laughs) Never. I thought, never. It's like a a complex. Here's what you think. Wow, that's evil. (laughs) At least that's what I think. You think it's evil. That's what I think. You think, boy, you're lacking somewhere else. What's your problem? This is ridiculous. And I'm not scared, just uh, embarrassed for you, quite frankly. (laughs) So please, let's not do that. I don't want to see a tank rolling down uh, Washington, D.C. Please. 888-933-93. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns. On the Blaze Radio Network. Okay, after the uh, scary drop in the in the stocks at the beginning of the week, end of last week, and beginning of this week, went up yesterday. What was it? Five hundred points? I think it was a pretty significant uh, increase. Yeah, let's see. Three. Uh, yesterday it was a lot. It was a lot. And it then was to, a lot. today it's up. 279 points as yeah. we speak. Good grief. 567 up yesterday. 567. Yeah, I thought it was over 500. Which basically erases the Friday drop that was 666. Right. So now we just got to right. make up 1,000 or so. It's already back over 25,000. 25,187. Yeah. Uh, so you just don't panic. I, I had a uh, message waiting for me after the show yesterday from the f- financial planner that I, I use. I, I'm sure he's hearing from everybody who's <laughs> a little panicked right now, but you just leave it. Just leave it, and it'll come back. It'll come back. Uh, Is Bitcoin going to come back, too? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I wish I did. I'd, I'd invest in it if I did. I got a message from someone last night. Remember, we were talking, and uh, this this gentleman, way back when Bitcoin was about uh, 15 bucks a coin, yeah. uh, he was yeah. uh, about to put 4500 into it. Oh. And then uh, he's, he was 99% convinced he was going to put some money in there. And uh, anyway, he did not. And uh, if if he had have put Talked that, himself out of it. Talked himself out of it. Uh, if he had put that $4,500 into it and then cashed out at $19,000, uh, it would have been worth $5.7 million. $5.7 million. So look, don't feel so bad with wow. your situation. You're, you're, On a $4,500 investment. But he needed it for other expenses. <laughs> and uh, you know what? We're just going to go ahead and let that interest accumulate on those while Bitcoin uh, matures. Uh-huh. Right now, Bitcoin's at eighty-two thirty-six, so it's rebounded a little bit because it was sixty-eight the other day. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three military parades. Uh, the order of the day. I, it, it's kind of weird. I never thought in America we'd be talking about this, and actually, Republicans agreeing with it. Yeah, you know what? That was so cool when the Soviets did it. <laughs> It was really, it's really got a certain charm to it, doesn't it? It's really got a certain je ne sais quoi. Uh, no, it really doesn't. No. no. Screams oppression and evil empire to me. Uh, Gloria in Texas, you're on the blaze. Hey. Hey, Pat. Hi. 
in regards to the military parade, since we're spending or supposed to spend billions on infrastructure, roads and bridges and all, mm-hmm. wouldn't the tank being so heavy be really hard on the pavement? <laughs> yeah, I think they would, actually. Mm-hmm. Yes. But that's okay, because we're setting aside another uh, maybe $2 trillion for inst- infrastructure improvements. So we'll just make it part yeah. of that, part of the parade cleanup. <laughs> Thank, thanks, Gloria. Appreciate it. And then, you know, set aside, I don't know, half a billion to clean up the horse poop. And you, Would you have horses in a military parade? I'm not really sure, actually. Yeah, I think that sends a, a, a signal of weakness. Um, yeah, you're I probably mean, it right. certainly didn't work probably against right. Hitler to have an army of yeah. horseback riders. So. <laughs> right. Hmm. Uh, Teresa in Florida, you're on the blaze. Hello, thank you for taking my call. Mm -hmm. Um, I just thought I would just uh, maybe choose a different side and just say maybe perhaps everyone could check a little further with the president to see exactly what he was, um, what he had in mind, because it was his trip to France where he saw the parade, and that's not really considered a communist parade, I would think. Mm-hmm. But but also um, maybe just hearing a little bit more about what he was, what he had in mind, and you know he's throwing out ideas. But why are we so quick to condemn you know his ideas? And and yes, maybe it was a bad idea, but to be so quick to condemn him and you know start saying it's a communist idea, we don't really know how he would do the parade. I, maybe we do, but and I need to research it further. By my bad, but maybe it, it wouldn't be something where they're bringing in things. Maybe they could do it locally because they are in D.C. Um, you know, I just I just feel that uh, we're just ready to slam them. And then the straw man debate of bringing in the, the, the deficient funds available for the veterans, you know, yes, the, you know, if, if the money is, is tremendous, then we shouldn't do the parade. But, you know, you can't say... Everything is uh, should be applied to the veterans, which, yes, I do believe that they need funding, but all of a sudden this parade is now taking away from the veterans. So that's my thoughts. <laughs> well, the reason uh, the veterans have come up is because the other side has brought them up. Like, you, do, you don't want to do something for the military? Well, of course we do, but not this. Um, right. and, and quick to judge. Thanks for the call, Teresa. Quick to judgment. I, I don't know. What are we supposed to wait for six months before we comment on a current story? Yeah, I mean, you, you, we, this is what we do. We talk about the stories of the day, and if I think it's not a good idea, I'm probably going to say it's not a good idea. And I don't know that we called it a communist idea. We just said that's who normally does this kind of thing. The the, the most famous military parades that you can th- France doesn't come to mind. I was just going right? to say, Teresa says, Moscow look, comes to mind. He was inspired by the French army. Okay, yeah. well, that didn't buttress your argument because that's... Yeah, that's France, and, yeah, and uh, they don't have a good track record. And, and the the ones that come to mind: North Korea, China, and Soviet Union. That's who comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Liechtenstein doesn't come to mind well, when I think military parades. They, they, they're, they're the Congo doesn't come to their, mind their when I think military parades. Madagascar generally doesn't come to they, mind. They punch above their weight, though. <laughs> Right? I miss Obama's punch above their weight thing. That's so great. We should dig that out. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah, so uh, military. <laughs> you got this? Uh, Let's see here. Uh, uh, so, yeah, so. Yep. It's this. That's fairly typical of the way that uh, Danes have. Danes. Uh, punched, punched above, above their, their weight. weight. 
uh, in international affairs. Gains, yeah. Uh, I've said this before, but I want to repeat. Norway punches above its weight. Norway. Uh, we have uh -huh. no stronger ally than uh, the Netherlands. Netherlands. Uh, they Ooh. consistently punch above their weight. Punched above their weight. Ireland punches above its weight. Ireland. It's a small country. <laughs> the Philippines is not the largest of countries. Uh, it, it, in using a, a phrase from boxing, punches above its weight. I see. We have <laughs> no stronger ally than uh, the Netherlands. And what did they do? The we have no stronger. Oh, no stronger uh, ally. Ally. Than than uh, Australia. 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 Right. Okay. Yes. Is, uh, sure. One of our closest and strongest allies. Yeah. Great Britain is uh, one of our closest, closest strongest strongest allies. allies. But they don't. As punch I said above earlier. Germany right. <laughs> is one of our strongest allies. One of our strongest allies. The state visit reflects the fact that the Republic of Korea mm. is one of our strongest allies. <laughs> Israel is one of our strongest allies. France sure. is our oldest ally. Sure. France, oldest. La France est notre plus ancien allié. Oh. And continues and to be one of our closest allies. Closest. Italy is Italy? one of our strongest one allies. Of. One of. Half. Japan is, of course, one of our strongest, strongest and closest allies. Closest allies. Have we gone through the entire globe? I mean, we're we, pretty close. Every, every country is we're, one of our closest close. um, Hold on a second. For a guy who travels with teleprompters, eh, you know, you think you, you just could have memorized a few of those things, you know, like you punch above too. weight, oldest, uh, you know, strongest ally. You realize uh, you've said this before. You can't keep saying it about every country that you refer to. What? Everywhere you go, Iceland is one of our closest and strongest allies. And of course, uh, they punch above their weight. Punch. Greenland mm. is uh, one of our strongest and closest allies, and as you know, mm -hmm. uh, they yeah. punch above their weight. You think so, huh? <laughs> That's really unique. Thank you, Mr. President. I appreciate that. Uh, In what way do these places punch above their weight? Who are they punching? <laughs> it's a lot of violent, violent yeah. rhetoric, you know, that we shouldn't be doing, right? It's amazing. Uh, Stephen in Georgia, welcome to the blaze. Good afternoon, Pat. How are you? Doing good. I just want to say I'm all for the parade. Are you? Sure. All right. Why don't we get to show off for once, huh? Against across the world. It's kind of creepy to me. It's not creepy Why? to you? Not at all, sir. No? All right. You they want to flaunt their stuff. Why don't we flaunt ours? Worth the expenditure, is it? What, $12 million so far I saw on the earlier program? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. How much do we send to uh, Iran? Oh, too much, uh, if no it's way. anything. Too much, all. Yeah. If it's, if it's a penny, that's too much. Yes, uh, sir. Yeah. Thanks, Stephen. That is one thing that that Trump seems to be doing something about. He does, he's he they make noise all the time in the administration that we're going to stop sending money to people who oppose us all the time. You know, it, we we send them billions of dollars in the case of let's say Pakistan and then what happens in the UN? They stab us in the back repeatedly over and over and over again. Same with all the Middle Eastern countries, same with all the really even the European countries do that. With a few exceptions. Mark in Louisiana, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat. Hey, hey Pat. Uh, the, uh, how you doing today? Good. Hey, uh, I'm a Navy vet, and I don't agree with this one bit. They could be using this money for uh, for the veterans at the VAs or try to fix it. Hell, you got uh, our Congress and our government has got the least amount of vets that's mm. ever been. If they want to go see military hardware, let them go look. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, it's not I that mean, hard. This is ridiculous. You got people living on the street that are vets, yeah. and they want to waste this kind of money. 
I mean, yeah. when, when does it stop, man? You know? Yeah, pretty amazing. So, Thanks yeah. a lot, Mark. Appreciate it. Yeah, plus I don't want the military memorizing the uh, main routes through our large cities. I'd rather them <laughs> just kind of have to wing it if they ever if it ever comes to that. Yeah, it's it, part of the problem is we're in such a unique situation in America with the form of government we have, with the way we view the military, with the way we use the military, with uh, the posse comitatus situation that we don't we don't use our military for domestic reasons. We don't use it against the American citizens. It's illegal. And so when you start seeing it paraded up and down our streets, it's 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 eerie. It's creepy. It causes concern. Whereas with other places that are used to it, and that's normally, yes, communist places that I think of anyway. I Again, I don't think of France when I think of military parades. Yeah. I don't think of France when I think military. Right. When I think when of I think surrender monkeys, then I think France. <laughs> when, I think... when I think of people who don't use deodorant, uh-huh. then I think of France. Right. That's when I think when I think of fries, I think <laughs> French fries. When you think of militaries marching through the streets in Paris, I'm right. thinking Germans. Germans at right. that point, not, not the French right? army. That's um, why the Champs-Élysées <laughs> is so full of trees, so the German army could march in the shade. <laughs> But I'm bummed. David, uh, Ohio, you're on the blaze. Hi. How you doing, Pat? Good. Uh, yeah, you're talking about uh, with the parade with Trump. Yeah, I think it's pretty much just a big, big waste of money in the media. Oh, my God. Well, he's not going to be up there wearing, like, the military general suit with the dark sunglasses. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But basically, it would just be a waste of money. And it, it, we got more important things to deal with than this and have this on the media for a whole week. It'll just be a nightmare. Basically, the best thing to do is basically take that money. Mm-hmm. And give a raise to the troops, you know, like the yes. crumbs that Nancy talks, Pelosi talks about, you yes. know, the, the little bit that, I mean, give them a raise because Congress, they seem to vote themselves a raise in every other year, year, whatever it is. And I don't know who else does that, but Congress. But yeah, take the money and give them a raise. Why not? Uh, they're doing a, they're doing a great job. And uh, but uh, that's about it. Just give them a raise and uh, take care of the vets. That would definitely help. Thanks, but, Dave. Uh, ha- have a good day. You too. Uh, and we do have other situations to worry about. Uh how about this illegal alien who's been deported 44 times? Whoa. 44 times in 15 years. Uh, so he's from Mexico. We've found him and, and sent him back. You, you would think at some point we'd say, okay, no, you're going to jail. Okay. If you just can't stop doing this, I'm sorry. You're going to prison. The runner-up was ousted 40 times from Mm. 2001 to 2015. Numbers 3, 4, and 5 on the deportation list. 35, 34, and 31 times, respectively. (laughs) Yeah, we could worry about maybe, I don't know, securing the border so this can't happen anymore. And and while that that. is staggering and it's depressing, um, that's amazing that that someone has actually been deported I know. 44 times. As broken as our system is, we're actually sending people out of the country? That okay. many times? Yeah, let's, yeah. let's lock the door on the way out. But it also shows you just uh, what poor. a foolhardy thing this, the whole immigration situation is. It doesn't mean anything. We don't take it seriously. Oh, you're back again? All right, here's, <laughs> a, here's another free bus ride back. Oh, hey, it's you. Hey, we're, okay, here's another bus ride back home. 44 times? Like a game now for him. Wow. Let me tell you about Cosmo Hurts Kids. Um, its founder is Victoria Hurst. 
and her family, the Hearst Corporation, uh, publishes Cosmopolitan magazine known as Cosmo. Now, she believes Cosmo is riddled with porn, and we've given you many examples of the articles. Some of them so filthy and so disgusting, you just you can't even read the headline of the article on the radio. It, it's, it, it's that shocking. So she doesn't want them drummed out of business. She doesn't want them censored. She believes in free speech. This campaign is simply about having states' material harmful to minor laws applied to Cosmopolitan magazine like it is Playboy or Penthouse or whatever form of pornography you can think of. Then you can't sell Cosmo to kids under 18. So when they go into, uh, say, a convenience store or a grocery store where magazines are sold, they'd have to produce ID and show that they're 18 or older. It's just a really reasonable, common-sense move. Let's take a stand against pornography and keep Cosmo out of the hands of children under 18. Visit CosmoHurtsKids.com to find out what you can do. It's CosmoHurtsKids.com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network. Radio Network. Thank you so much for being with us. 888-900-3393. Refocus Eternity writes at Pat Unleashed. Hashtag tell Pat. You know, even after Cruz dropped out of the race, you put your support behind other candidates and never supported Trump. You and Glenn never said, okay, it's either this guy or the worst that can happen to this country, Hillary Clinton. That's true. Right. Yes. We, We have said since 2012 after Romney, No longer are we going to accept the lesser of two evils. No longer. Sorry. Not going to do that. I'm not going to vote for somebody I don't believe in. I'm going to vote for somebody who shares my principles and values at least as much as possible. And then let the chips fall where they may. I I don't answer to the Republican Party. I answer to my God. And that's important to me. I, I couldn't in good conscience vote for the guy. Now... When he became president, from that day forward, we said, let's see what he does. Okay, let's give him the benefit of the doubt here. And we've done that. We've outlined all the great things that Trump has done. As much as anybody, we've talked about the great things Trump has done and how surprised we've been. But on the other hand, when he does something ridiculous, I'm not going to sit by and say, well, he's doing a great job. This is great. What a good idea. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Pursue liberty. Says at 30 million military parade, uh, it's a one day feel good exercise for some priorities, please. Fix the VA, give our troops um, raises. Raises. Actually said rated. <laughs> okay. Little typo there. I was trying to think, okay, what's close to rated? Thank you, Keith. You're raises. <laughs> <laughs> Help them adjust after they serve. Yes. And upgrade their weapons first. Yeah. Uh, Coast 719 says, are you guys really that surprised that after a great State of the Union speech, Trump would do something to diminish all the positive approval ratings he got from it? No, I'm really not that surprised. And Trey Shelley says, if you don't want the parade, that's okay. But to think that money spent on it is money taken from the VA, that's that's not our point. (sighs) That's not what we're saying. 
we're not saying we're we're not saying that the money would be taken from the VA. We're saying if you're going to spend money, yes. Yes. it can be spent in a better way for veterans. The argument has been this is for the troops. This is for veterans. Well, if it's for the troops, if it's for veterans, our point is there's many other ways to spend it. Many other ways that could actually help them. I didn't say it's coming from the VA. You could do so much good if you are hell-bent on spending this money on a parade Mm -hmm. and you do love the troops, then you know what? Help them. Help them. Stop stop with the show. You know, let's let's actually help them because it is absolutely irresponsible isn't even a harsh enough word. It is it is unconscionable how we treat our veterans. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me ill. And a parade is just not good optics. It's not gonna just help not them. good optics. Yeah. Uh Tom in Tex- Texas, you're on the blaze. Hi. Yeah, hi. hi. Hi Pat, how are you? Good. And and I'm fine to save you the trouble of asking. Okay. <laughs> but uh I I think um, I think really that uh, they're missing an opportunity with this parade. I think uh Trump this is not really for the veterans or, or anything of the sort. Uh I think Trump needs to do to do this for the sheer fun of it. <laughs> and uh the way to do that is to uh put it in a different place. I'm thinking those tanks and those big, long missile carriers mm-hmm. rumbling down Nancy Pelosi's street in San Francisco <laughs> is a sight that I'd like to see. Yeah, that would be fun, actually. That would be okay. kind of fun. I might be on board now. It would certainly hack her off. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks, yep. Tom. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, she she would not appreciate that. Uh, David in Illinois, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hi, uh, Dad. I got an idea I want to throw past you for the uh, military parade. All right. Um, NFL has throwback jerseys that they wear occasionally. Mm-hmm. If we're going to have a military parade. We should get out our 1957 military equipment. Uh, that way we'll look kind of like North Korea. We might even be able to talk <laughs> President Trump into getting a Kim Jong-un haircut. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks, David. Uh, Garen in Iowa. Welcome to the blaze. Hello, Pat. Hey. Just wanted to point out that I didn't know that our court system was fast enough to be able to deport somebody 44 times in 15 years. No kidding. That is unbelievable <laughs> to me. Right. And apparently it's happened quite a bit when you think of these other people that have been deported from 31 to 40 times. I, first of all, I didn't think we found them that often. You know, we just we normally ignore the situation and don't do anything. For one guy to be deported that many times, not only is that amazing for the justice system, but it's um it's amazing for law enforcement. It's amazing for ICE. It's incredible. Appreciate the call. That um, is fascinating. It, it is fascinating. That's I'd like to three know three times a year. I mean, when you find this guy, uh, what do you say to him? How do you uh, adjudicate that? Where do you find him? And is there a point where there's like a breaking point for somebody? Think about that. How much money have you wasted on that guy? They're deporting him. Three times a year. Jeez. It, that means they are finding him. Three times a year on then average. sending him back. Yeah. An average of three times a year. It's not like he, he's coming back three times a year. They're actually, he's coming back. They're hunting him down. They're finding him. They're sending him back. See, we could actually do this if we wanted to as a nation. Oh, yeah. I've, I, for one, do not subscribe to the 
theory that well we can't just deport all 11 million illegal yeah we could apparently we can actually we could (laughs) actually the united states of america has the wherewithal and the resources to do that yes we could would take a long time but we could but that's not even the point the point is secure the border so the guy can't come in so easily all the time and then enforce u.s law so that we can actually be a sovereign nation. How about that? 888-900-3393. More Pat Grandleys coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the blaze radio network uh breaking news the senate has reached a major bipartisan mm. budget deal no shutdown huh a, well we'll see hmm. got to be cleared by the house as well and signed by the president but it's a two-year budget deal mm. that would increase the debt ceiling and defense <laughs> and domestic spending good let's increase the Spending well, like we're not crazy. Spending we got enough. a tax cut. Now you know what you need to do? What's that? Increase spending. Hmm. You cut the income that's coming your way. And then you continue to spend not just the same level, but even more than you were spending. You know what that's a recipe for? Incredible success. Incredible. Incredibles. And okay, well, once you cut taxes, increase spending, the other great thing to do? Borrow a trillion dollars. Borrow $1 trillion more, and we really got a nice recipe there. Does the budget include $30 million for a military parade? I hope so. Because, I mean, other than so. send it back. If it doesn't, send it back. Right, that's right. Start over. Yes. Should be vetoed if it doesn't include the military right. parade. And I think there should be a parade every month. Every month? Every month. Military parade. And you, you're rotating cities. One, one, one month it's in Washington, D.C., one month, Los Angeles. The next month, it's in Pocatello, Idaho. Uh, then you go to maybe Two Dot, Montana. You know, small towns have to have some fun, too. And they have to see the kind of military prowess we have as well. Just every month? Every month. Not every Yeah, just 12, 12 very diverse locations. Can we start on May 1st? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, why not start on May 1st? I mean, just, I picked a random day. Why not? You start on May 1st. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, so we've been talking about the parade. Also, though, uh, we've had a couple of inductions into halls of fame. Oh, oh, wait, we got some good news. I'm fearing. Uh, hmm? Well, no, <laughs> no, we didn't. First of all, into the football hall of fame. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Start there. Went uh, Ray Lewis, <laughs> uh, potential murderer. This Ray is the Lewis. hall of fame for football, correct? Yes. Okay. Football hall of fame. Ray Lewis, mm-hmm. Randy Moss, hmm. Brian Erlacher. Hmm. They were all selected on um, the first ballot. So, obviously, I think everybody thought Ray Lewis would be a, f- a first ballot Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian Erlacher? I mean, he was really good. Yeah. But a first ballot guy? I don't know. <clears throat> Terrell Owens was finally put in. Good. So, he's what? 
Number two, I think, all time in, in uh, wide receiving catches, yards, touchdowns. I mean, he was – he definitely belongs. They just – they don't like him because he's got a bad attitude, or he did. Uh, Brian Hawkins was also – or Brian Dawkins mm-hmm. was also enshrined. Uh, so those five players – oh, plus – Jerry Kramer from the Green Bay Packers. Oh, yeah. The right guard of the Green Bay. I thought he was already in it. And uh, Robert Brazil, whose career I'm really not familiar with. But So those are the inductees into the 2018 Football Hall of Fame. Now, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has also announced their inductees. Oh. And you can't go wrong with Bon Jovi. Except you can. Bon Jovi? Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Seriously? You give love a bad name. Ugh, you give the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame a bad name. Uh, the Cars, which they belong, right? I think well, probably everybody agrees the Cars belong. Dire Straits? Mm. You make a case for them. Mm-hmm. The Moody Blues? I don't... Come on now. Really? And Nina Simone? Uh, all right. Rock and roll? Really? Uh, Sister Rosetta Tharp. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Google time. What? <laughs> Wait a minute. So you got Bon Jovi. Tharp. You got the cars. You got Dire Straits, the Bodie Blues, Nina Simone, and <clears throat> Sister Rosetta Tharp. Yeah, I mean, she's... I mean, how long have I been screaming about Sister Rosetta Tharp getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I, since... Well... I mean, I, since I was old enough to talk, I've been telling people... Sister Rosetta Tharp belongs in the Hall of Fame, the well, Rock you, and Roll Hall. You are a gospel, jazz, Yo, blues. Aficionado. Type yes, of guy. I am an <clears throat> aficionado. And, of course, no foreigner. Not only were they not inducted, they, again, were not nominated. I don't think they've ever been nominated for status in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You're telling me they're not bigger than Bon Jovi or the Moody Blues? Shut up. Something's wrong there. That is a political situation going on. Somebody doesn't like him for some reason. I don't know. Lou Graham's pretty pretty conservative. Maybe it's that. I don't know. Oh, hey, they're coming to town a couple of times in the near future. You going? Foreigner? Yeah. Well, Lou's not with him, right? No. But I, you know, I like the 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 guy they have is not bad. So yeah, I might. When are they coming? April and I've got it written down out there. Oh, okay. April cool. and July. So you got two cool. excuses to make. All right. Not going. <laughs> uh, what kind of venue are they playing? You know, I think I might get them backwards, but uh, one is at a casino. I'm sure you'll be all a over casino. that because I mean, think of the things that so, Pat Gray would do at a casino. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like in downtime between sets, be like, between you know the what? drinking and the right. gambling, right? It would be out of control. So you're probably not going to go to that one. But then the other one is just literally. Two miles from here. Oh, really? Or the Toyota Music Factory or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. So uh, let's go. It'd be fun. That'd be fun. Uh, All right. Toby in Ohio. Welcome to the Blaze. You're not going, are you? No. Hmm. (laughs) I'm too old for concerts. Me too. Toby, go ahead. (laughs) Hi, Toby. Toby. All right. We'll put him on hold. What's up, Let's see if he he makes it back. Hmm. Uh, Rick in Florida. Welcome to the Blaze. Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. Hey. Mm-hmm. Uh, that guy that crossed the border deported 44 times, mm-hmm. if I remember right, I, I, they changed the criteria for 
what a deportation was. So if they catch somebody coming across the border and turn them back at the border, they started counting those as deportations. Oh, wow. I, I think it was under okay. the Obama administration to make him look like he was tough on the border. Oh, man. You didn't actually have to make it really into the country and okay. evade the border patrol. Huh. All you had to do was cross the border and they catch catch you. At Find the him border, and send it back. Around. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm not sure if that it doesn't say whether that's the case, but that does make sense. If if he didn't actually, you know, if he wasn't found, let's say in San Francisco and then put on a bus and sent back 44 times, I mean that would that's crazy. That's crazy. No, I started doing that about six eight years ago. Okay, that's it shouldn't be a surprise, I guess, under Obama. Appreciate the call, uh, Rick in Florida. You there? Uh, we must have lost him. All right, hmm. we, did, we barely got to know him. And we lost him. He might have had a we foreigner concert to go and check out. Uh, that's possible. He might have yeah, infringed on that. Mm-hmm. Um, 888-900-3393. So anyway, with the, with the news of the Senate reaching an agreement, maybe we won't need to see a shutdown. But uh, yesterday the president said this about one. If, uh, if the immigration thing wasn't worked out, here's what he had to say. If we don't change the legislation, if we don't get rid of these loopholes where killers are allowed to come into our country and continue to kill gang members, and we're just talking about MS-13, there are many gang members that we don't even mention. If we don't change it, let's have a shutdown. We'll do a shutdown. (laughs) He just doesn't care. He just doesn't care. And that's the incredible appeal, right? Because you... you uh, so many people relate to that. Yeah. On on its surface, I don't want to hear the president of the United States threatening to shut the government down. No, because it doesn't help. But no, but but, but he doesn't care. I and like the point he's making. I do too. If we don't stop, if we don't do something to stop these gangs from coming in here, then you know what? We have to. Philly, he could he could have added this. Then our government isn't doing its just basic duty to the people and that's protecting them. We don't deserve to, to be, be in business. Shut down. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Nobody else could possibly survive the firestorm of saying that. I know. No one. <laughs> you know, if they don't do it, you know what? We're going to shut it down. Go ahead. I want to shut down. If they don't do it, shut it down. <laughs> I mean, it's almost like <laughs> if you could get just a, a moment with the president. You always thought, man, what, what would you say to the president of the United States? Well, I mean, in the past, I might have just said, hey, I'd really love to see this happen or whatever. No, I think if I ever met Trump, it would be like, what could I possibly get the president of the United States to say? Hey, Mr. President, you know what would be cool the next time you do like a press conference? It'd be awesome if you said, uh, you know, whatever, just fill in the blank and just see if that mm-hmm. moment ever happens. Because if there's a president that would say the most outrageous things, it's this one. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and he gets away with it. Somehow he survives this mm-hmm. with all the mainstream media against him. It doesn't matter. I, I, it's fascinating to watch. Because if it's seriously, if this was Ted Cruz, they'd drum him out of, he, they'd drum him out of office by this point. I, I, I don't know how it's. Uh, I don't know how he pulls it off, but he does. And when other people try to pull it off, they can't. They just don't. But could you hear? Can you hear in your head Ted Cruz saying "Shut it down"? Nope. Hey, what would it uh-uh. sound like if George Bush said "Shut it down"? I want to know what that would sound like. If if they can't stop the killers, uh, you know the the uh, uh, killers yeah. coming across the border, uh, the kill, uh, p- 
poor people aren't necessarily killers, but they a lot of times they are. <laughs> but if they can't stop yeah. the killers, then what do we do? Shut it down. <laughs> Just you shut it down. No way would he do that. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that. I appreciate yeah. it. That was my selfish moment for the audience sure. uh, and myself, quite frankly. Uh, and, and it's in reference to this. Let me make it very clear. Poor people clear. Poor aren't people. necessarily killers. Not necessarily killers. Just Kill. because you happen to be not rich not doesn't rich. mean you're willing to kill. <laughs> Poor people aren't necessarily killers. They probably are killers, you know, but not necessarily. They don't have to be killers. They just usually are. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like a, if you're poor, you're pissed. And so you kill. <laughs> and that's, that's the point. <laughs> what I'm saying is if you don't have a lot of money, you don't have a big house, yeah. then you're likely to kill someone. So that's all I'm saying. Not, not necessarily. Though. Not necessarily. But I mean, there's but a, it's a pretty good chance you will. The odds are. Eventually you're going to kill if you're uh. poor. But not necessarily. You don't have to, in other words. <laughs> Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Follow Pat on Twitter at Pat Unleashed and send him your thoughts using the hashtag #TellPat. The Blaze Radio Network. Unleashed. Let me make it very clear. Poor people aren't necessarily killers. Not necessarily killers. Just because you happen to be not rich doesn't mean you're willing to kill. Right. It's a, it's a good point. <laughs> From the pre- former president of the United States of America. I've got uh, an eclectic reading list. He's got an epileptic reading list. It has seizures from time to time. <laughs> Put the book down, then. <laughs> he's got an... He's got not an eclectic Mm-mm. reading list. He's got an epileptic uh, reading list, which is fascinating. So, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. This is I haven't seen this video video yet, but I'm told there's another instance of Melania kind of swatting away her husband's hand mm. as they're uh, walking together. Social media, any anyway, is is pretty convinced of that. So let's take a look. See what see what you think here. Uh, whether or not Melania actually slaps away Donald's hand <clears throat> won't hold it. There we okay, go. so here they are walking. She's in a bright... He's reaching. He's reaching. Yellow coat. She he reaches and away. denied. I don't know. I'm not sure that's what that was. Can we run that back? Really? And see? Yeah, I don't, I don't oh. know if I'm convinced of that. Okay. It, it does seem like... Okay, here we go. So... Walking together, he yes, he does kind of make a move for her hand, uh, and he doesn't wind up with it. <laughs> but see, so, there, the, the, the thought process out know. there is that she wears the coat over her shoulders instead of putting it on <clears throat> so that her hands remain inaccessible. Wow, that's, really? That's a theory out there. Because see, he's reaching back, her hand is underneath the coat that's draped over her shoulders, so it's awkward to begin with, but yeah. then she just walks away from him. I I don't like that. 
I don't think I think there's something to that. That's just Maybe. me. I don't know. I don't know. I've been wrong before. It's rare. I don't know. I, <laughs> Democrats are making a lot of it. Yeah. Like she doesn't like him or something. I, she might be pissed. She might be upset. There's been a lot of talk that she's upset about this latest thing with the porn star. Even though it happened a long time ago. But it was just two years ago that they gave her the payoff to keep her quiet. So I kind of put it all back in the spotlight. Uh, but you would think she knew the guy when she married him, right? I mean, he'd written books about what he does. So, I don't know. Uh, also, tomorrow night, the Olympics start. I'm excited about that. A lot of people don't care anymore about the Olympics, but I, I love them. What's your favorite event besides curling, I mean? <laughs> uh, you know, in the winter games, uh, you know, downhill skiing, probably. The downhill. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the, jump, the ski jumping, too. I like... Uh, uh, the acrobatics of that skating, ice skating. My yeah. wife is a big ice skating fan. It's fun to watch that with her. Because we're always good in that. It's true. United States is always, we, we dominate the skating, usually. Uh, in this year's Olympics, there's sort of a cool running group. You remember the, you remember the story of the Jamaican bobsled team? Mm-hmm. There is now a Nigerian bobsled team. Oh, nice. Nigerian women. Uh, had to fight their fear to make uh, Olympic bobsled history. They were terrified the first time they got into the sled. She says, uh, one of the bobsledders says, the only thing that saved my peace, peace of mind was that I used to be a gamer, so initially I just treated it like a video game. Yeah, that's fine until the sled flips over on your head. Uh, then it doesn't feel like a video game anymore. <laughs> she says, we also pray. If there's a ritual involved, that's what we that's what we do. 30 years after the Jamaican men's bobsled team took the sports world by storm in 1988 at the Calgary Games, this Nigerian women's team poised to become uh, Pyeongchang's unlikeliest stars. Kind of a big deal because there's not a lot of snow in Nigeria. No? No, not a lot of ice, not a lot of snow. And so it's not really a winter sports type of nation. So it's interesting that um, that these athletes are going to participate this year. <laughs> this uh, one of the bobsledders has already competed in Olympic Games as a hurdler, and a lot of times that's what they do when when the when their actual career has ended, then they kind of make the shift into bobsledding, and sometimes that works out, and they win medals and whatnot and so <laughs> forth. So, yeah, and they're talking about how this is going to be very cold there for the opening ceremonies. Yeah, it says uh, now, in, now, the, in the article, Winter Olympics opening ceremony mm-hmm. to see ten minus ten Celsius. So I don't is that fifty no, no, no. degrees? It's gonna be is that a thousand degrees? Is it four hundred <laughs> below? I don't know. No one knows what Celsius temperature means. Okay. Is it cold? Is it warm? I don't know. It could be searing heat at if, minus ten Celsius. If, if, if only you had a producer that marked through the Celsius and scribbled in the margin the Fahrenheit temperature. You might be set there, but uh, well, maybe not. Then I wouldn't have the fun of saying that the stupid <laughs> metric system d- doesn't work and we don't care about it. Stop doing Celsius temperatures. I, I actually, Stop it. I actually got an updated article here. I don't want to hear about meters. Yeah. I don't want kilometers. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want liters. I don't want any of it. Tell me what it is in feet, yards, and Fahrenheit. How about stone? No. No stone? Definitely no stone. I did. I, I just got an updated story. It's actually going to be 7 degrees Fahrenheit 
for the opening ceremonies. Seven Fahrenheit. Seven Fahrenheit. Se- seven above. Yeah, that's which pretty will, cold. But that's will make it the coldest. Is that the coldest ever? Yeah, because Weird. the previous was huh. Lillehammer, Norway, yeah. back in 1994. Lillehammer, Norway. Yeah, sure. Which this stupid article, thank mm-hmm. you, time.com. So what was the temperature back then? Exactly. We don't know. They just said that, and they didn't put it in there. And then there's a hyperlink, and I click on it, and it goes to some other stupid thing that still doesn't tell me what the temperature was in 1994. That's probably listed in Celsius anyway, Why so we would wouldn't have any idea. Just there's just no way to know. Tell me. 27? 27. Oh, so it was, wow. Well, that, that seems that, warm. Yeah, that required a lot of scrolling, and mm. I didn't appreciate that. Uh, that so, seems yeah. warm. Yeah, so there you That's go. That's not very cold at all. So mm. seven degrees tomorrow cool. night. They think uh, in South Korea when the games begin. Uh, I wonder if any is uh, part of the problem is now. I think with Americans, there's no evil empire to to kind of root against. Soviets are broken up, and Russia's just not the same. Hmm. I mean, their team in the summer games last time, so about a year and a half, two years ago, I think they were like fourth or fifth. I think Australia beat Russia last time. I don't wow. know. China certainly did. And so without somebody to really root against, it's just maybe we don't have the same, but I, I still love it. Let's all get pissed I still at love it. Kazakhstan. Have you seen the uh, uh, the commercials that they're running for, for uh, Lindsey Vaughn? Mm-hmm. She's probably going to be the big star of this. I, I guess she's been on a roll lately. She's winning most of the World Cup races. And so she's one of the favorites for a gold medal in uh, women's downhill. And I think we've got a men's downhill skier that's pretty good too, mm. and and might also medal. So uh, it'll be nice. It'll be nice to see America dominate once again, <sighs> even in the winter games, which are not our specialty. Serious question. I'm mm-hmm. being serious. Yeah. Can I get you to watch any of the curling? No, you cannot. No, curling is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Wow, that hurts. That is the dumbest sport. You know what? Of all time. I'm not signing your. It's not even a sport. I'm not signing your foreigner petition now. Like calling foosball a sport. Well, Stupid. Not a, don't be ridiculous. Stupid. That's a bar game. <laughs> well, I guess kind of curling is too. It's curling a shuffleboard is too. And a- yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. Triple eight, 900, um, a lot of A lot of talk uh, after the Super Bowl about what's going to happen with Nick Foles next year. Because mm-hmm. Carson Wentz will be back. The starter of the starting quarterback for the Eagles. And Nick Foles apparently would be offered a lot of money to go somewhere else. Uh, here he is uh, talking about his insights on failure and success. Here he is another guy who's really spiritual. Check this out. I think the big thing is don't be afraid to fail. I think, you know, in our society today, you know, Instagram, Twitter, it's a highlight reel. Um, you know, it's all the good things. And then when you look at it, you know, you think like, wow, when you have a rough day, your life's not as good as that. Like, you know, you're failing. And I don't think, you know, failure is a part of life. That's a part of building character and growing. Like without failure, who would you be? I wouldn't be up here if I hadn't fallen thousands of times, made mistakes. Uh, you know, we all, we all are human. We all have weaknesses. And I think throughout this, just being able to share that and be transparent. I know when I listen to people speak and they share their weaknesses, I'm listening because I can mm-hmm. resonate. So I'm not perfect, I'm not Superman. Might be in the NFL and we might have just won the Super Bowl, but hey, we still have daily struggles. I still have daily struggles. So, um, but that's where my faith comes in. That's where my family comes in. And nice. you know, I think when you look at a struggle in your life, just know that 
you know, that's just an opportunity for your character to grow. And mm-hmm. that's really just been the message. Simple. Like, if you, something's going on in your life and you're struggling, embrace it because you're growing. I like that guy. I like him. I like Carson Wentz. What's not to like? Yeah. He's just awesome. You know who doesn't have struggles or failure, though? Hmm. Illegal aliens. They don't have struggles. They don't have failure. Well, I mean, it's like you got to walk across a border. They're perfection personified. So their poop doesn't stink. Uh, They don't do anything wrong. And uh, none of them are lazy. Hmm. And they're all good, decent, hardworking non-documented citizens and that's all of they, them that's why they come and you can't separate their families so mm. stop it i'll thank you to stop saying they should be separated from their family but we have a rule Keith, of law i don't care about your stupid rule what? you know that's like they they came across a border without a post-it note a that's essentially what they just did they didn't have a post-it note that says you can cross that's about all they did but there's a constitution and we have but a they're system perfect of government people. they're incapable of doing yeah, anything wrong apply. they're incapable of they can, it where did this come from they're they so just wonderful and perfect and get in the back of the line no why are you no you are such a hater why do you hate people who are different than you well that's a different why story, do you hate but... people who come from other places what a xenophobe homophobe no, no. germaphobe no, yes 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 that one you got me on that every one. every kind of phobe you can be, you are. Hmm. But these not the not the illegal aliens. But where did this come from? They're what perfect is, people. Perfect. Just that's who doesn't have struggles huh. or failure. Hmm. They're successes at everything they do. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Packer Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns. Ah, oh, that happy music means it's uh, time for the happy sounds of chewing the fat with Jeffy. Hi. Hi. You don't look happy. Hi. No, oh, got I happy am. Music here. I am. Got a happy introduction, and yet you got this Mr. Nasty face I am, frown. Uh, what's the problem? Uh, yeah, what's, what's the going matter? On, yeah. Just some email issues. That's all. It's just internet issues. That's fine. We're like it's all good. What? What's going on? What kind of internet issues? Yeah, we, we want to know, dude. Like, I can't get into it to print oh. what we were going to talk about. Oh, so now did, it's just off the top of my head, man. Wow. I don't know if I can do it. So HR hasn't you had got, the conversation. I don't know if I can do it. You got things right in your hand. What do you mean? Yeah, but this is... Pat, there's a reason why he's locked out of his email. Let's not talk about it anymore. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, you know, look, my my parking sign went missing, so That's true. Oh, no. I got the hint. Oh, no. I'm getting. I'm finally getting the hint. Oh, so why didn't you call IT and get get him to help you out? You know, with I, the access, like 25 minutes ago or something. Mm-hmm. Would, would you yeah. think? Would you think someone would do that? Yeah. Because that would. So. I mean, that would probably be the smart thing to do, right? Yes. <laughs> Which is why I suggested it. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's funny. I, You're a helper, I, I thought Pat. of that too. You're a you helper. thought of that? I thought of that too. Huh. I know. I know. You, why that didn't comes you do a surprise it to you. If you thought of it, why didn't you do it? That comes as a surprise to you. I I did that uh, electronically. Uh, I did that uh, in the building. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I happened to just walk around hollering names. Did you? 
Uh, that didn't work. That didn't work. Like names of people or vulgar names. Just names. <laughs> <laughs> the, the vulgar names uh, may yeah. have helped, but no, okay. it didn't because the regular names mm. didn't. But okay. then just as I was walking in, mm-hmm. uh, help arrived. Oh, good. Good. So as soon as we're done, then, uh, I'm confused the computer will be why, working. Why you're all, uh, yeah. I mean, you came uh, well, help didn't really arrive irritated. in time. Okay. Well, it seems like so. It's like they if got to before. Lead, the no, segment. not really. No, no, they didn't. No. <laughs> All I right. mean, technically, maybe yes. Well, give us what you have. Technically, let's, maybe let's yes, can, they did. See what we can do with it. But I mean, really, no. You had to write these stories right. out by hand, huh? Yes, yes. I had to go back to uh, longhand. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we put out the block letters and the <laughs> okay. ink and got the typed Gutenberg it out. Press down here. The uh, for a mm-hmm. yesterday yeah. with Elon Musk. Was oh, one of the coolest cool. days ever. Oh, was that cool? Man. One of the coolest things ever. Now, I have the most a, powerful rocket ever. Most powerful. Blasted off in space. Most powerful yesterday. rocket. And I know that I heard. Uh, I think I heard Mister Beck doubting that. Yeah, he did doubt that. Uh, he well, kept saying Saturn Five. Nope, this is more powerful uh, no. than Saturn. Uh, I don't know if we have the. Uh, I don't know if we have the actual uh, link to go up on uh, Blaze Television. Look but I have that. a piece of paper here that printed out before my computer actually died. Okay. And uh, it shows that the Falcon Heavy is the uh, largest. That's really cool. You can take a look at that. That's really, really quite really cool. Cool. Yes. yes. It's still too dark to see, so. It uh, is? Okay. Well, oh, just look. That's all right. I've got it right here. Right there. Right there. So, uh, do I think we have a shot of the blast well, off. Well, we have the blast off, but I also have a two-minute montage of uh, the blast off and uh, a little it. bit of the takeoff. And then we also have uh, the landings, but we'll get to the landings after we talk about the blast off and going right. into space. Okay. It's really Let's cool. Let's see the blast off. And nine, eight. Side booster ignition. Six, five, four, three, two, and then the two. Five, very cool. I know. And then uh, the montage should take us to uh, the, the second. Chief lost 30 seconds. If you can hear me over the cheering, Duck and Heavy heading to space on our test flight, building on the history of Saturn V Apollo. Who's the announcer? That's a legend. Actually, seeing the match of the Hatton Heavy. Actually, seeing the Falcon Heavy. All right, here we go. Stage two. Separation. Uh Separation. Really cool. Set stage oh, two separation. What? what happened? I don't know. I, it was part of the montage of the stage two separation. We're and ready. Then we go we're to, ready to see the separation of the Falcon Heavy. That may what have happened? been a not so subtle message from IT and HR. Kind of jumping Te- in there. Technical. Okay. Uh, so we. There we go. Look at okay. there. Look at there. All right, so here's here's Spaceman. Uh, you know they sent Elon put his car. Uh-huh. Uh, his cherry Tesla up there. I love the don't panic on the dashboard. Uh, they also sent into space a uh, rocket man or a spaceman in the, sitting in the Tesla. Uh-huh. Uh, there's also a miniature Tesla with a miniature <laughs> spaceman in it uh, flying into space. So fun. So cool. 
That uh, is really cool. Well, when they asked him, they came to him when he talked about taking this off. And we'll watch this here. This is this is the two landing. Oh, now, look at that. Yeah. Now, what was this part okay, of? Okay, this that is, wasn't the same deal. <laughs> yes, this was this was the. It the, was the, yes. This was the two. There were three Are rockets. Those the rockets that separated the two two of them came down at the same me. time, and then the other one that came down on. The, Show that again. Show the landing. That's the unreal. other the other one the other one that came down on the barge. Yeah, uh, landed exactly perfect as well. Uh, the barge. Now, I want, to, well, I want to think about this for a second, okay? These two landed yeah. like this, all mm-hmm. right? And the one that landed in water on the barge, oh, those are all drones. Mm. There's no humans doing that. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, that barge, the barge is in communication. They don't have pictures. I don't have pictures of the barge landing because it's really shaky because the barge is moving. Try, you know, they're mm-hmm. busy communicating with the rocket. But uh, the rocket and the barge are communicating so that they land. Look These at two that. come right Perfect. back to Earth. Perfect. Look at that. They yeah. land at the same exact Right moment. right back to Earth. Perfect. That's perfect. Cool. Really, really. Because cool. With it, when a NASA rocket separates, it falls to the Earth. Plunk. Well, they we don't found have out any control. Right. Over. Well, we found out right with the space shuttle that, you know, maybe we can reuse this stuff. Uh-huh. And it's funny how we are now starting to reuse more stuff that we've got private industry involved. Um, <laughs> seriously. So, I mean, we just proved that private industry can handle this. So inside the payload That's is, cool. uh, you know, the the Starman and mm-hmm. uh, the Tesla, right? And you've got uh, a big plaque with all the names of the people involved that built it and That's took care nice. of it, which is really cool. It says uh, "Made on Earth by Humans." Is mm-hmm. <laughs> really cool. Mm-hmm. It's got a five disc CD plan from the Asimov Foundation trilogy. The Asimov Foundation trilogy. Isaac Asimov, the Ark Library, okay, which is an archive of human knowledge mm. uh, in the payload as well, which is it's a it's a supposed to have all of our knowledge. I would appreciate really it if you cool. would say Hugh person knowledge, mm-hmm. not Hugh man. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not if what that could, says. Though, no, I know, but I I wish you would. It's a typo. Uh, let's can we be inclusive on this show, please? Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you would just say Hugh person. You really shouldn't have to say uh, this, Pat. That would be, uh, right? I thought we learned from Justin Trudeau the other day that yeah. it's, it's. I love the fact that they, I'm, it's I'm, one small oh, step Jesus. for a person, one giant leap for people kind. Thank you. People kind. Thank you. It's not a mantle on your fireplace. It's a people tool. People tool. It's not a mannequin. <laughs> it's, not it's a people quin. People quin. It's not a mandate. You don't get a mandate to do something. You have a people date. There's no such thing as a manhole cover. It's a people hole cover. Yeah. There's no mansions anymore. Mm. If you live in a really big house, mm. it's a people shin. I'm sorry, is that what? Or a person shin. People shin. It's a person shin. Okay. You don't know this, Jeffy? I can't even I, look at you. Well, if I mean, you could please be inclusive, as we've learned from our friends <laughs> yes. to the north. Thank you. I would very much appreciate it. Are you just playing like you don't understand this, Jeffy? I apologize. All right. All right. I accept your apology. I apologize. You know, I actually, before we get back to the rocks, I actually <laughs> sent out an email this morning to uh, the company that I leased my house from. Mm-hmm. And I typed in, I realized, telling them of an issue that we have. Mm-hmm. And, I real, and I typed in, I realize I'm just a layman. And I stopped. I was so mad at myself. I stopped because I stopped and I thought, oh. I should put slash person. You should. Yeah, a layperson. But I didn't. 
I didn't. So maybe they're just going to send What's it going back. on with so your house? I mean, yeah, is right. there a problem? There are several issues. Oh, yeah. no. Wait, you, so, do you rent your yeah. house from a corporation? You don't have just people owners? Well, we, the people own it, but they have a corporation that takes care of it. Oh. That oversees the oh. taking of the money. Are and, you just okay. a number to them? I am. Mm. Mm-hmm. I am. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. And, you know, if we've, uh, for, as, as a matter of fact, uh, if I go back and actually be able to get into the internet mm-hmm. in my office, we could, <laughs> we could tell the person's name because I'd like a few things done. You What's going on? So and I'd like them to knock on the door of the person that owns it and say, hey. Can I, can I ask a question that I don't know how much, and I'm being sincere. Because for the first time, one of the first times in my life since I've lived here in Texas, you know, I mean, especially at this place, I haven't missed a rent payment. Can, haven't missed a lease payment. Can can so hop sing uh, on what needs to be done. Hey, I know Lisa. that you. I know you had an issue in the past. Okay, <laughs> and I don't know how much you want to discuss what is this. That? Well, I've got a lot of issues. The roof leak the above the living oh, yeah. room. Please yeah, no, tell me that's not still happening five years later. The okay, roof anyway, leak. Back, back to Elon. <laughs> oh no. Okay, back to Elon. Yeah, no. She, uh, she took the money and ran <sighs> for the insurance money on the roof. Didn't fix it. <laughs> anyway, so the, that's what uh, Billy Joe and Bobby Sue did too. I know they took the money, money and, and ran. ran. I know. See what you did there. So they're still running. What today, I loved also is when they asked, saying and, still gonna go, this go on, take the money and run." That's what they're still like, singing. In fact, today. they said it more than once. They did. They said, "Go on, go on. Take, take the, the money, money and run. run." So what happened? Were they were they robbing <laughs> some guy's castle? They were. Oh. Yeah, and and uh, Billy Joe shot a man while they were robbing his castle. How you do that? Bobby right. Sue said, "Take yeah. the money and run." Oh yeah. Yeah, they did. And they did. Yeah, they did. And they, I mean, they're then, still running today. In fact, that's probably who I'm losing my house for. <laughs> Bastards. Good luck. <laughs> what I loved was is when they asked to uh, talk to Elon about, uh, well, listen, we're going into space. we got the payload. we got to figure out what to do. He said, well, you're going to take my car. That's the payload. And uh, I'll tell you what we're going to do. Uh, we're going we're gonna to put in this car uh, the space suit that the humans will be wearing uh, the next time mm. they go up so mm. that we'll be able to test it. Cool. Uh, you know, yeah, so here you cool. go. So how about that? Uh, I realize that Elon takes quite a bit of money from the government uh, as uh, bonuses, but that <laughs> system is in place and good mm-hmm. for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I know that's it's some, it's a, it's a tough, uh, you know, it's a tough nut to swallow sometimes because you think all that money he takes, you know, mm-hmm. he gets from the government. But What is it, 7000 a car? A, a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's not all. I mean, that's not all he's the deals he's got going on with with the other companies right but you can't help but look, admire the guy though because well he's look, innovative and getting things tell done. him he can't do it then he'll come up with something else yeah right, right. yes say you know what that that isn't available anymore mm-hmm. uh, okay well but we'll this, do something else but this not is going to but still really cool I launch oh my gosh it, and i i wish so it was... far we've come with the with with uh you know private industry yeah doing this yeah i mean we've how long? I mean, how long we were sending NASA up to the space station to deliver food and pick up the trash and look, for a number to stop it? I love NASA. I loved them because I, I grew too. up with NASA, yeah. and so I already had that existing prejudice. And then I lived in Houston, which kind of revolved and around NASA. I know. And so uh, I love NASA, but to do it in it with a private corporation, it's a way to go. And he's showing us that. He's sure showing is. us that. Look at well, look what we can do. Look what we can do. Sure and is. to launch, I wish, I just wish he would have landed on Mars with this car. It would have been really cool. Yeah. But to orbit Mars with his car, I think that is so cool. Yeah. 
be a total waste of money, but so cool. Well, it's not really a waste, right? Because this is all testing He's showing for he humans. Can do it. Yeah, because he wants te- everything is testing. He for wants humans. to colonize Mars. I mean, first human persons. Thank you, Hugh person. Yeah, I mean, for Hugh persons. Yeah, thank you. Good guys. Nice save. Thank you. I was scared for both of you. What he's going to find out though. What he's going to find out. And, of course, they, they had David Bowie with Space Oddity playing <laughs> during the whole time, too. That was it's so on the cool. radio of the car, right? Yeah. It's really cool. So cool. But he's unfortunately going to find out when he gets to Mars that oh, no. there's already a situation there. This oh. may strike your listeners as way out, but way out. we actually believe that no. there is a colony on Mars. It's colony on Mars. populated by children who were kidnapped right? and sent into space and on a 20-year ride. On a 20-year uh, ride. So that once they get to Mars, they have no alternative but to be slaves on the Mars colony. <laughs> After so, a 20-year ride, what are you going to do? I mean, did Elon... Build a new toll road to Mars because it's not taking them twenty years. No, you know it's going to take six months. I don't know how slow they're going <laughs> on the way to Mars, but I mean, come I on mean, now. Is there a speed limit I in guess. space? And they're not going to be. They're not going to be kids once they get there. You know that, right? It's twenty years. No, later. you stop aging. Is that what happened? Hey, you stop it when you go okay. to space. This was one of the weirdest features that Alex Jones ever had. Ever. Awesome, though. Also, some of the footage yesterday uh, coming from uh, the rocket was tremendous. Unbelievable. And there was also some footage, and I don't know if we are able to bring it up yet, but it was perfect, uh, an, an example that um, the Earth isn't flat. Really? Uh, you were show, they were showing shots from the car and seeing, the, seeing it look at Earth and the curvature of the planet. It was so cool. Do we have a still on that that it we was could? So good. There was... Yeah, it was so oh, cool. There's four or five shots that were just They faked tremendous. it, though. They faked it. Oh, that's, that's totally not a real That's not a real photo. Absolutely. What are you talking about? I could do that on Photoshop, too. Uh, that's easy. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's easy. Could you? No, well, I couldn't. <laughs> Someone could. Uh, obviously, Look at that. Yes. Go, go through, that cycle so through cool. those again. Look at that. That's I really know. amazing. I know. Those are actually... Is that an actual yeah. shot? Yes. Isn't that something? From the right, yes. That is Because really they opened cool. up, you know, they opened it up, so the car is out. Oh, that's cool. Where the payload, the payload thing opened up, so it looks. So that's the shot you're getting. When aliens find that, yeah, between here and Mars, mm-hmm. uh, they're gonna steal that Tesla. Well, and, and they're gonna, they're be, gonna <laughs> and if they they're don't want that Tesla, if they don't, that's gonna be a problem when it enters the Martian atmosphere and crashes into those sex slaves. It better be watching out. <laughs> that's gonna be a problem. And they're gonna be pissed too because <laughs> we're still calling people humans. Yeah, we got I mean, to tell them we're cute persons. Yeah, that's got to change. Yeah. It's on the plaque. Got to change. It's on the plaque. Yep. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. holy cow. One small step for persons, one giant leap <laughs> for a person. Kind. Oh, by the way, um, I know you don't need me to tell you this, but your handle has been changed on Twitter. Mm. Um, I, I appreciate the suggestion there. Uh, sibling low, Pat Unleashed. You're no longer Brolo because that is oh, not wow. inclusive. Mm-hmm. So thanks for that, uh, Andy Young, that suggestion of uh, making it. Gender inclusive, mm-hmm. sibling low, Pat unleashed. Not I mean, brother low. We're almost there though, really. Uh, we're, I mean, we're still we're still able to joke around about it a little bit, mm. but we're it's, pretty close no, to we that are. now, yeah. right? It's it's about that level of stupidity. Yeah, yeah. It's disturbing. It's really bad. Yep. I mean, when we have universities, universities uh, like Arizona State, let's say, mm-hmm. uh, has a student government is going to host a workshop on getting in touch with yourself. By touching yourself. Okay. It's originally titled Go F Yourself. Oh, man. Here we are. <laughs> so bad. Now the divinals are in my head. Want to sing that ab- one, Pat? Oh, I love that. <laughs> are you kidding me? It's a great song. Christina Amphlett? She's dead now. Oh. She was great. 
Uh, it's be uh, it's uh, being uh, taught by a person who is uh, has entitled herself a uh, what's the title? I gotta Careful. No, no, no. I care we about used you. to I thank you. We used to call them hookers. Mm-hmm. Uh, she calls herself uh, the pleasure. Gosh darn it! I wish. Let's see. This is what happens when yeah. I don't. When I get this handed to me, it's a pleasure professional. I think it's. I think her actual title is pleasure professional. I think that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, the uh, uh, Arizona State University is on the cutting edge. Yale can have their little sex workshops, but but that's I pretty mean, good. By, yeah. You know, le- love yourself by learning how to touch mm. yourself. Because like people don't. No know. one at Arizona State knows how to do that ever. Unbelievable! It man. is absolutely agonizing. It's unbelievable! Come on now. Did you see the Are story about the, the father-daughter dance at, at a school in New York, Staten Island, elementary school, canceled their years-long tradition of a daddy-daughter dance? Why? Because gender. What? Yeah. Yeah, gender. it's gender, dad, and daughter. Yeah, yeah. That's not right because the boys aren't included. This is the dumbest thing of all time. Well... No, it's not. No, it's not, but it's close. It's in the top thousand. It sure is. Uh, the, I mean, the, every time we turn, right? I mean, it's almost, we I, we joked around at the end of the year when we did our end of the year wrap up uh, show and we joked around about saying uh, that's, un, you know, I'm, I'm tired of saying that's unbelievable. Yeah, because it's, uh, it's not it, anymore. It's not anymore. Mm-hmm. And it continues to not be anymore. Because, yeah. I mean, every day something happens where you go, that can't, that, that's unbelievable. That can't be. <laughs> but it is. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, it's time, mean, time to believe it because it's on us, right? How does it stop? It's, it's not where we're going; know. it's where we are. Yeah. But how does we're it here. stop, though? Really, like, I, mean, you, I don't know. You tell me honestly. How, I don't how know. Does, where, you got to stand at up. At what and, point you, do we does, does do enough people say stop it? Well, these parents would have to, and and a lot of them are pissed, but they would have to go to the school board and say, "Look, stop this nonsense, okay? Our boys don't care if we have daddy daughter dances. We're having them." Uh, and and you just got to take a stand, but nobody ever does. And how about having uh, you know mommy mommy son dances? You okay, fine, sure, whatever. But again, more with that gender. It's another gender based dance. You're asking for mothers and sons in that point, and there's exclusion. And what about the children who don't have parents? What oh, about them? Right. What about them? Bring an aunt. Bring an uncle. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Or don't come to this particular event. Right. Okay. <laughs> you know? Okay. That happened to all of us, right? Yes, at some it point. did. Yes. Yes, it did. It's it, it's just, it, it, it amazes me that we continue to go down this road without stopping That's and saying. That's crazy. Uh, no, you know what? It's, it's it, we are humans. Yes. And that is Chewing the Fat with Jeffy on Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat. Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray. Any idea how many people were on hand for that launch? Sounded like thousands. That was a huge crowd. 6,000? Wow. That must be the most well-attended launch in 
I don't know, 30 years, probably since the space shuttle was new. That's 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 cool. I mean, that was a wildly large and enthusiastic crowd. Yeah, and, and make sure your kids are aware of what's happening with this because this is a triumph on multiple levels. Yeah. I just think it's absolutely fascinating, and I made sure Private my kids industry. were aware of that last night. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's also uh, very cool because it... I mean, we can go to Mars. We, there's no reason to stop exploration. Hmm. Well, people will tell you, well, what do we need to go to Mars for? I don't know. Uh, what do we need to go to the moon for? A lot of people thought we didn't need to, but look at all the innovation along the way. And that was done by government. That was done by NASA. And along the way, NASA discovered cell phone technology, GPS technology, and... Uh, technology that we use and would not have today if it weren't for the moon missions tang we got tang because of it I mean, what would you do worth, without tang I mean, that's worth it just uh, right just that alone yeah. uh, we, was worth the effort well we got to get back to mars because we got to get a, a a snapshot of that uh, flag that's uh, flying there as we uh, learned from that uh, sheila jackson lee was so concerned about yeah we got to Get a picture of the American flag that's on there, according to her. I mean, well, if it's still there, I don't know. Yeah, it might have sure. blown away yeah. by now. Okay. I don't. I don't Fair know. Point. <laughs> it's pretty windy on Mars. Is it? Uh no. Triple eight nine hundred thirty thirty three ninety three eight 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 nine hundred three three nine three. We also have um, uh, Trey Gowdy hmm. talking to Martha McCallum on Fox about Sidney Blumenthal leaking information to uh, Christopher Steele. We'll get into that in a few minutes. Also, the Prager, Prager University is suing Google. Good. I got to believe that's about uh, keeping their videos out of people's hands. Uh, we'll get into that and much more coming up on Pat Gray Unleashed. Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. On the Blaze Radio Network. Again, the Senate has actually reached a bipartisan budget deal. A two-year budget. Mm. An actual budget from the Senate. We haven't had that for nine years. Nine years the United States of America has gone without a budget. Where did this come from? I don't know. This is out of the blue, right? Yeah, as far as I can tell. Uh, Here's funds the government until... What? Funds the government until March 23rd. What? Significantly increases defense, domestic spending for two years. Disaster relief package raises the debt ceiling uh, and funds community health centers for two years. Okay. That doesn't sound good. (laughs) Wait. Again, what you need to do is increase spending when you're cutting taxes. That's That's the really, really smart thing to do. Now, will the House approve that? I don't know. We'll see. But they do know that March 23rd is a little bit... That's not two years. That's not that far out Mm -mm. from where we are right now. Mm -mm. It's not two years. But that's okay. We've got that meteor coming. 
So on Friday, we're not even going to have to worry about any of this stuff. This is really a close call. They just spotted a meteor that is the size of a whale. Mm-hmm. It's it's actually a little bit larger than a blue whale. Like for perspective, if you if you saw us a couple of minutes ago with the Jeffy segment. It's about that size. Not quite as big, obviously, as, as the Jeffy size. Hmm. But large nonetheless. It's the size of a blue whale. Jeffy's what, two and a half times the size of a blue whale? Um, <laughs> roughly. Roughly. anyway this is going to skim past the earth at less than one-fifth the distance between our planet and the moon whoa they say it's gonna it will come within thirty-nine thousand miles of the earth that is really close good night it's between 50 and 130 feet wide Mm. yeah that would do some damage wait it's gonna be thirty-nine thousand miles from earth yeah so the circumference of Earth is about 25,000 miles. Thank, right. you, thank you, Google. Uh, so mm-hmm. the distance around the Earth, a uh, little bit more than that. Yeah, so just it's about one and a half. Earth. One and a half Earths away. Yeah. That's dang close. That is not in the scope good. of the solar system. That's really stinking close. Uh, so hopefully that won't, uh, I mean, that would do serious, serious harm. That might ruin weekend plans. Yeah, it really would. If it, uh, if yeah, it impacts it, us. It would not be a good day when it smashes into us. Huh. Um, Friday, it's coming. They say the meteorite broke up into multiple pieces as it entered the... Uh, a different Oh, one. this was a different one. Yeah. February 13th, a meteor that was 62 feet exploded in the sky above Russia. It broke into multiple pieces scattering space debris and creating a shock wave estimated to be as strong as 20 Hiroshima atomic bombs. And wow. that, that one is... I don't remember that at all. Yeah, so that was the one they said that they mm. wouldn't be able to monitor it and it was, you know, 2 million miles away or whatever it was. So so that one that, that broke apart, they said, was 62 feet? Yep. Well, and this one that's coming this way is somewhere between 50 and 130 feet. Right. So, so it this could be the bigger. same thing or bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah. Obviously about half the size of Jeffy. That's just huge. Gigantic. You don't want that. <laughs> no. here. You don't no. want it. No. Look at the damage Jeffy does every day. Yeah, that's like dense. And- you don't want it. 888 mm-hmm. Also some tweets at Pat Unleashed. From Valkyrie 1701, how about we use the funds we would send to other countries to pay for the parade? Mm-hmm. How about we just stop sending funds to other countries? Mm-hmm. How about we do that? Let them take care of their own. Um, Mercenary Grip says, spending a penny on a Soviet-style parade while one vet, one, is allowed to commit suicide in some alley he's been living in would be one of the most un- un-American things I could ever think of. Uh, Paul Grable one, why don't we just not have the parade? And not spend the non-existent money. Thank you. Okay. Uh, this from J.P. Barrett Baxter. Hmm. Hmm? <laughs> this is about the Obama punch above their weight thing. Oh, yes. <clears throat> Jeffy can't punch above his weight because there is no weight above his. <laughs> <laughs> well said, J.P. Barrett Baxter. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to have to come back in here to defend himself. Yeah. Well, uh, um, I think he's just trying to get his computer to that work. That, of course, right now. is a reference to uh, this. One of my favorite moments from Obama. One of my favorite montages from Obama. That's fairly typical of the way that uh, Danes have 
uh, punched, punched above, above their, their weight, weight yeah. uh, in international affairs. Right. Danes. Okay. Uh, I've said this before, but I want to repeat. Norway repeat punches it. above its weight. Norway punch punches uh, we above their weight. No stronger ally than, than uh, the Netherlands. Who really? Uh, they consistently punch cons- above their weight. Punch above their weight. Ireland punches above its weight. How much so does Ireland? Small country. How much do they Philippines weigh? is not the uh, largest of countries. Uh-huh, but uh, do it, they punch it, above it, their weight, though? Using a, a phrase from boxing, punches boxing. above its weight. How did you know you were going to say that? How did you know? Uh, no stronger <laughs> ally than uh, the Netherlands. No stronger one. We have no stronger uh, ally than... Uh, Australia, except for Britain Poland and is, Israel, uh, one of our closest and strongest allies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Great Britain is uh, one of our closest, closest, strongest, strongest allies. allies. How are you knowing? As I said earlier, they Germany is one of our strongest allies. But the they don't punch above their reflects weight. Reflects the fact that the Republic of Korea mm-hmm. is one of our strongest allies. But again, Israel no, no punching above is their one weight. of our strongest allies. France is our oldest ally. Oldest ally. It's La true. France est notre plus ancien allié. And continues to sounded be better one in of our French, actually. Allies. Italy is one of our strongest allies. Japan is, of course, one of our strongest and closest allies. <laughs> I love that. <sighs> Again, why take it. the teleprompter on these trips? I just I don't never understood. It's crazy. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Democrats in New York are introducing a bill that would require Tide Pods. To look less appetizing. Okay. Uh, what kind of moron are you? Uh, these are, We're talking about teenagers mostly. This is not because Tide looks delicious. It doesn't look delicious. I We have Tide Pods in our house. We've had them for years. And not once have I ever said, wow, that Tide Pod looks really good. No, no, I'm going to put it in my mouth and bite into it right now. That looks delicious. Even when you've been like really starving, right? Yeah, and you're thinking, and I come home and I haven't eaten all day. Moment of weakness. Not once. Of course, I'm a very strong person, Uh, Keith. So I've got an amazing willpower to where I can look at a Tide Pod and think. As beautiful and appetizing as that is, I'm not going to eat it. Okay, well, I've got news for you, Judgy McJudger. Uh-huh. Some of us aren't so strong-willed. Do you get home sometimes? Do you have, Does your wife keep the Tide Pods out of the house so that you don't have an opportunity? Or I don't, what's the situation? I don't want to talk about it. Okay. I just, I mean, don't put me on the spot like this, dude. You In New York, that. though, get this. A pair of Democrats have introduced a bill in the New York State Assembly they say is necessary okay. to combat the consumption of Tide Pods. I, I've given up. The bill would require the pods to be packaged in a uniform color. Can't be the, what is it, pretty blue and orange color it is now? As well as requiring each pod to be individually wrapped in plastic, complete with a warning label that says what? Hey, stupid, don't eat this freaking laundry detergent. I hey D bag. This is laundry detergent. Don't put it in your mouth. Come on now, seriously. <laughs> it's thinning of the herd. If you are uh, over the age of two, <laughs> let's say three, maybe four. <laughs> okay, I'll give you eight. If you're above the age of eight and you put a Tide pot in your mouth, you're a moron. And it's thinning of the herd. Okay, I'm going to say above the age of 18. 
so I don't get. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I just, okay, if you're a, an adult and you do this, uh-huh. it's thinning of the herd. That's what it is. It's natural selection. You are too stupid to continue to breathe the air on this planet. Plus, the air on this planet's going to be so hot anyway, it would have burned your lungs out very, very shortly. That's so true. you probably did yourself a favor by eating a Tide Pod, I, you moron. Teenagers and young adults, mm-hmm. get the, okay, I, I've got no sympathy, have started an internet trend called the Tide Pod Challenge where they post videos online of themselves with what? Yes, Tide Pods in their mouth. The source of the problem is clearly reckless stupidity and trying to get internet fame. Still, these New York State Senators, Brady Hoyleman and Aravella Simotis, mm. both obviously New York Democrats, believe that the problem is that people somehow don't understand the danger associated with swallowing commercial cleaning products. Yeah. Or perhaps the Tide Pods actually look delicious. To some people because of their colorful design. You know, even Procter Gamble. Procter and Gamble is fighting back against this. Thank goodness. They're not rolling over for this nonsense. Hmm. Because this is so stupid as to not even deserve a response from these New York assemblymen. But if you don't respond, they're going to do it. A warning level will we'll fix this. You know that. <sighs> it's going to fix it. Right. <laughs> right. It's going to make it even more tempting to do the dumb internet challenge when it says don't do it. Procter & Gamble responded in a statement by pointing out studies that have shown colorful packaging doesn't increase the risk of child ingestion of these dangerous products. They also said, through a spokesman, that requiring an additional layer of plastic wrapping around the pods would have detrimental environmental effects. Oh, Good point. Oh, well, looky there. Good point, Procter & Gamble. It would also create another possible ingestion hazard for children. Their statement also noted consumers also have a choice. Though, get this. Here's how evil and mean Mean. and hateful this company is. Here we go. Finally, customers have a choice. Those who prefer single-colored packs can use Tide Free and Gentle, which is all white. Oh, oh, okay. Thank you for the all-white packaging, you racists. There we go. There you have it. Tide is also available, they say, in a liquid and powder product form. So you could get it the old-fashioned way, uh, where you just got to... Dump the powder in there. Wait a minute. What and if it I works that way too? What if I have a hankering for some illicit drugs and I end up accidentally snorting that um, the powder, the Tide powder? Tide. I mean, that's you're gonna have to have a warning label. This mm-hmm. is not an illicit drug. Please it's don't snort. Crack cocaine. On January 22nd, the company also posted a statement to its corporate blog, which pled for people to stop eating Tide pods. <laughs> this is unbelievable to me. Unbelievable. And they noted, ensuring the safety of the people who use our products is fundamental to everything we do at P&G. However, even the most stringent standards and protocols, labels and warnings can't prevent intentional abuse fueled by poor judgment and the desire for popularity. Great response by Procter & Gamble. I don't even like that company, but that, that, I just, that just gave me 
a certain amount of respect for Procter Gamble. That's great. Yes, in your face, these New York assemblymen. Because you know this is probably going to turn out to be a federal issue as well. So many people have done this stupid internet challenge. And there are a lot of really dangerous, really awful internet challenges going on right now. The Tide Pod thing is just one of them. So you can't prevent this stuff by changing the color of a Tide Pod. Ugh. 888 More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. This is Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Radio Network. Appreciate your being with us. 888 Tide Pods. I mean, they look so delicious. Don't, don't they? Because they? yeah. they're, I mean, they're colorful. You yeah. can't resist a colorful package. No. You got to put it directly in your mouth because we're all like little babies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, I have the most adorable grandbabies on planet Earth, and the first thing, both of them who are babies right now, the first thing they do is when they find something, bam, straight to their mouth. Yeah, they're checking it out. And I'm like that with Tide Pods. If I see a colorful package, I got to just jam it in my mouth. So you're admitting now that you aren't as strong-willed as you No, I'm not. I guess I'm not. Earlier. No. Welcome to the club. Sometimes I'll have five or six Tide Pods in my mouth at the same time. Will you? Yeah, really? Yeah, because they're just, they're colorful. What's your record, though? 48. No, I've had forty-eight of them in. That's like a whole bucket. My wife gets the big bucket of it. With a forty-eight, I put the whole bucket in my mouth because they're colorful. I can't resist a colorful Tide Pod. What does it feel like in there? Uh, Squishy. And then when I bite into them, then it just all—you know—you get all that Tide Pod juice that (laughs) flows down your throat and stuff. It's forty-eight. Delicious. It's Mm -mm, delicious. Good. (laughs) That's what Tide Pods are. Mm -mm, Good. Uh, let's go to Don in uh, Georgia, who has a comment on the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Hey, Don. Hey, brother. What do you say? I say, hey. What's up? Hey. Hey. So did, uh, did I hear you right? You felt the foreigner should be in the Hall of Fame before the Moody Blues? Oh, yes, my friend. Yes. You heard me correctly. Foreigner should really? definitely be in the Hall of Fame before the Moody Blues. <laughs> Uh, I you... think to differ. I mean, I did a little research, and I don't know what criteria the Hall of Fame uses, but they both sold uh, a little over 70 million albums. Right. They're about equal there. Yes. But uh, Booty Blues have been around a lot longer. They started in the mid-60s, and they've hung around to this point. There's got to be something we said about that. They went through the transformation from the 60s to the 70s to the 80s, mm-hmm. and the diversity... Of every album, because they had four different songwriters, 
Mm-hmm. And then you had uh, Days of Future Past, which is a breakthrough album with an orchestra. I mean, I don't think there's even a, a comparison. Are you, uh, are, are you eating Tide Pods? Or, uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. Toronto is good, but it's all just classic rock. I mean, well, yeah. it really wasn't... Yeah. I mean, you, talk, you can't talk... I mean, if you're talking to hits, popular music that people loved... Foreigner right. crushes Moody Blues. Moody Blues had great music, and and you know it's it's also classic rock, but uh, it, it just wasn't as popular on the radio as Foreigner's stuff was. And Foreigner has been oh, around I... since 1977 as well. They're still touring today. In fact, they're going to be uh, here in the Dallas Fort Worth area in nice. April, uh, April and July. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, mm-hmm. they they still tour. They're still doing it. Um, still putting out music. But yeah, right. I mean, I you know I guess it's all. It's what what you favor in in what kind of your taste in music, I guess. Um, I'm biased. Obviously, yeah. I'm a Moody Blues fan. Obviously, and I, I, I feel uh, the story in your eyes is the greatest rock and roll song ever written. But that's just me. <laughs> okay, yeah. Nights, Nights in White Satin is one of the greatest songs I think of all time. I, I love right. that song. I love that song. Right, and everybody knows that song. Yeah, anyway, they do. that's my two. That's all right. my two cents, brother. Okay, thanks a lot, Don. Lay off the Tide Pods if you would. Okay. <laughs> So, <laughs> do you think that the Moody Blues should have been in it? Not I, take I wouldn't. You know, I I don't really quarrel with the fact that they belong. I just don't think they belong before Foreigner does. Mm-hmm. They've been around. Yes, they've been around since what sixty six, sixty five, maybe. So yes, a long time. But a lot of bands have been around a long time. Yeah, I'm trying to find the numbers on the Moody Blues, but uh, right now Foreigner, I got one number one hit. I've got nine top ten hits. Uh, I think twenty-two songs ended up in the in the top forty. Oh, hot yeah. one hundred. Okay, <clears throat> but wonder um, how many top forty. It's got to be at least twenty songs in the top yeah, forty. They don't it's have gotta that category. Be. That's what I was looking for. But Moody Blues, Nights in White Satin, probably. A uh, singer in a rock and roll band might have charted. Tuesday afternoon <clears throat> probably charted. Afternoon. Um, uh, I can't think. I'll bet those are the only three. Maybe three hits for Moody Blues? Maybe? Hang on a second. Here we go. That is not what the Hall they of Fame have, goes okay. by, though. So, okay. So what did I say for Foreigner? We've you got... You said one number one. Yeah. And you then said nine, nine top, 10, top ten. And 22 top 100. Uh, Moody Blues, no number ones. No. Three top ten. Three top ten. 21 top 100. Okay. So on just the stats alone. Yeah, but top 100, I mean, you're talking okay, 80, take that out 90, those are not hits. Take that out of it. You've not got hits. 9 to 3, Foreigner, uh-huh. plus top the top, tens. yeah, plus the number one hit for Foreigner. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, Don. Mm, okay. Put that in your Put that in your pipe and smoke it. And yeah. chew it. Yeah. Right. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Except he should stop doing the yeah, Tide Pods good. because I mean, it's affecting his judgment in a really detrimental way. Really <laughs> detrimental way. Uh, all right, TJ in Florida, welcome to the Blaze. Hey, Pat, how's hey, it going? Doing good. So, uh, about the Tide Pods, I mean, when I was a kid, I used to uh, snort pixie sticks, but those things are actually edible, and <laughs> yes. I never would have even thought of putting anything poisonous in my mouth. But, uh, you know, when I was a kid, I also had to suck on soap for his punishment. So these kids are pretty much already uh, implementing their own punishment, aren't they? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Been there. Does seem like it. <laughs> I, I Yes. Uh, thanks, TJ. It's inconceivable. Yeah, I keep using that word. I, I don't think it means what I think it means. <laughs> <laughs> but the stupidity of 
what these internet challenges entail. I mean, they're actually there's there's one that I think originated in Europe, and they're trying. They go through a series of late night challenges to get these like don't sleep tonight, stay awake the entire night. So sleep deprivation. Then they try to get them not to eat, and then eventually they try to get them to commit suicide. <sighs> I mean, there are some really horrifically bad illegal things on the internet and this is just another just colossally stupid thing on the internet and why why anybody would put a tide pod in their mouth and and swallow it what do you think is going to happen you think you're going to be okay after that no it could kill you it's laundry detergent yeah that's that's not really something you want to eat I actually heard a newscaster uh, on the way in say that, well, they look like candy. They don't look like candy. And there's not a single teenager on the planet that believes a Tide Pod is candy. We act like a 15-year-old because a 15-year-old just did this and was, you know, obviously very, very sick from it. A 15-year-old is not a 4-year-old. They know better than this. We, we can't act like 15-year-olds are two-year-olds, like they've got no sense whatsoever. Come on. We're an idiotic society. Oh, it's unbelievable how and idiotic we are. this is just a tangible example of it. How would you like to be a loving father in heaven looking down on people putting Tide Pods in their mouth for fun and think, what? Okay. Did I really promise that I wouldn't flood this earth again? Did I really promise? Oh. Yeah, maybe you have that promise back. <laughs> of course, we we do have the fire and brimstone to look forward to, so uh, he's still got that going for him. <laughs> I mean, it's hard not to make the case for total destruction of the species when we're doing stupid-ass things like this. Mm-hmm. Well, Bill Nye would be on board with that. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, well, and his thing is there's too many of us anyway. And so what are you doing? What are you saying when you say that there's too many of us? There's 7.2 billion people, and that's too many. Well, you're calling for, what, extermination of a certain amount of those people? I mean, what kind of lunacy? Again, there's a there's another form of lunacy that's going around. Uh, 888-900-3393. In a minute, we're going to show you a video of uh, something that happened at a grocery store, it looks like, in... In Georgia, the country of Georgia. Oh, really? The country of Georgia, mm-hmm. not the state of Georgia. Yeah. Okay. Uh... <laughs> So I'm glad this didn't happen in America because some fish apparently lost their lives. Oh, no. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's some too fish, bad. Some fish uh, didn't survive this particular incident. We'll show it to you uh, coming up in uh, just a second. Also, we've got the uh, Doritos that actually is something you can put in your mouth, but apparently a lot of women aren't doing it because it crunches too loud for them. And then, I don't know, it hurts their ears. I... <laughs> <laughs> Doritos is going to make lady-friendly chips that don't crunch. Okay. (laughs) Good golly. Help us. Heaven help us. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network.
Pat Gray. Modi Blues never did music like this. Hmm. Foreigner did, though. Mm. They should be in the Hall of Fame. For something you never heard a like Moody Blue sound, sound like that. You never did. In your wildest dreams, It was all you did. kind of ethereal, and kind of creepy. You see what I did? And then some, what? I said, in your wildest dreams, you did. You heard Moody Blues doing music like that. Oh, and see, that's the name oh. of a Moody Blues song. I mean. Yeah. You, went right over my head. Are you for tired? What's wrong with I'm definitely tired. Okay. Yes. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You tried doing three and a half hours. Three. Well, I guess it's only been two and a half, right? Because it's only a three hour show. You tried doing two and a half hours of talk. Wait, you 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 have been here the whole time. But I haven't been talking. I've just been listening to your funnies. Sorry. Uh, All right, we got some a lot of feedback from the Melania uh, President Trump hand holding thing, where it looks like she avoids his hand again uh, from Mercer. Trump clearly couldn't find her hand. It's just a trendy way to wear your coat. Lots of girls do it. No story. Hashtag no story. Okay. Uh, mocking drip. <laughs> I am definitely not a Trumper, but here's a thought. Using the same Melania coat diversion theory, apparently she didn't want the school children to hold her hand either. She often wears her coat in the same fashion, even when her husband's not around. That That is true. Hmm. That is true. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm, just saying. Chief. I mean, I thought it might have been right. a nice little yeah way to hide her yeah, hand. Yeah, this from shows her how dumb you are. Well, I mean, here's another thing that shows how dumb you are. You're wearing that toboggan on your head when toboggans are supposed to be slid on down a hill in the snow. Yeah, and you got the toboggan on your head, idiot. We, <laughs> that hurts a little. <laughs> Okay. Well, a toboggan on your head would hurt. They're made of wood. They've got the the rails down the side. Uh, they're not meant to be worn on your head. They're meant to be slided down a hill on, which okay. is really good. English, these, I, I don't think that this is going to really work on a hill, though. That's kind of weird that they're for that, too. Uh, from PsychoDad8367, uh, if you think curling is the worst thing ever, you obviously never watched Olympic speed walking. <laughs> Oh, that is the worst. That, that's a that good is point. so stupid. It's a good point. I mean, you see them in these commercials, too. They're like power walking, you know? They're like the... Yep. It's stupid. <laughs> so but bad. then again, so is synchronized swimming, which I also do not like. Stupid. And the rhythmic gymnastics. Stupid. Really dumb. Yeah. Really dumb. Not a stupid. It's not a thing. Okay? That's not a sport. No. Whipping a ribbon around your head and your body. That's not a sport. Okay? No. That's not a sport. Uh, from Piltdown Posse, <laughs> person contains the word son, which is gender hating. Oh my goodness. I, I see? Thank you for noticing that, Piltdown just, Posse. Can't win. Thank you for noticing that. We're trying to eliminate, you know, all the man stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, to replace it with person still has gender in it, which is a really good point. Uh, from Gibb723, will the aliens be able to get the tax credit from the U.S. government when they find the Tesla space for being green? Awesome. Great question. I don't know. Uh, probably. I'll bet. I'll bet they get it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Might have to give them an extension because <clears throat> it's going to take a while to file that tax return if you're out in space. You know. We got to show you this uh, video from Georgia, Tbilisi, Georgia, mm. where they had a little mishap at a grocery store. No, the aquarium or something. Right? Y- yeah. Oh. Well, 
Is it a, an aquarium? It looks like it's an aquarium in a grocery store, right? Oh, that's a weird place for an aquarium. Wherever it is, there's an aquarium. Let's it, take a look at it, and problem. maybe we'll be able to tell from the... Eh, I that think that's a grocery, grocery store. store. Weird. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. So the aquarium broke. No, no. And there's <laughs> okay, fish clean. swimming in the aisles. Clean up on aisle four. It's going to oh, take a while. No. This is exactly what Al Gore predicted. There will be fish swimming in the aisles of grocery stores within five to seven years. Oh, my goodness. And look at that. It, it didn't take long. There's fish <laughs> swimming in the aisles of a grocery store. That's how flooded this planet is right now. Yeah, but he said it was going to be on a sunny day, and right now it's 41 <laughs> degrees and cloudy in Tbilisi, Georgia. So, Well, but okay, but is it sunny? No, it's oh, cloudy. It's, okay, all right. So, Too bad. Other than that, he nailed it. Other than that. But that is sad. I don't want to see animals getting Can hurt we, and Let me see the video from suffering. the start again. Did they show why? The, nope, they don't. They don't show why the aquarium broke. I'm, I wonder on, what happened. Look on. at those poor fish. Oh, that's just sad. why is there an aquarium in a grocery store to begin with? Are you well, catching your they seafood might, there? Yeah, they might sell live fish that you take home. That many? I don't know. It's like a hundred at least. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Oh no! Don't run the. Co- oh no! There's just too much going this on. This is exactly what I predicted in an inconvenient truth, and that's that there will be fish swimming down the aisles of grocery stores. All over this planet. Hey, Al, um, mm-hmm. as long as you're here, mm-hmm. um, I haven't yet heard back from you. I sent an email directly to your personal email account a couple of hours ago when it was revealed off of uh, Anthony Weiner's laptop that the FBI has in custody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how I got it. I only appear on shows that are friendly to my points of view. Well, we just want to have an honest debate, yeah. just a conversation, convince yeah. Pat yeah. that global warming is a real thing i only appear on shows that are friendly to my point of view uh, and that's that's the absolute truth this he'll, he will never you'll never hear a response from them he conned you into watching never. a stupid movie a long time ago sure right? did. yeah i had to go to it, an inconvenient truth it was part of the agreement to get the interview so i did it and then after i did it they said oh yeah no he can't make it I'm like, i saw your stupid movie are you kidding me but they weren't kidding me. Um, also, bosses at Doritos have revealed that they're about to launch a new lady-friendly version of the Doritos snack, which is quieter to eat and a lot less messy. Uh, food and drink giant PepsiCo, which owns Doritos, has claimed research found that women do not like to crunch loudly or lick their fingers when when they eat in front of others. <laughs> Keep reading, man. What are you doing? Too loud, man. What are you? Too loud. Sorry, I don't um, have any of the new ones. Uh, Global Chief Exec Indra Nooyi said, although women would love to crunch chips loudly, lick their fingers, and pour crumbs from the bag into their mouth afterwards, they prefer not to do that in public. You watch a lot of the young guys eat the chips. They love their Doritos, and they lick their fingers with great glee. And when they reach the bottom of the bag, they pour the little broken pieces into their mouth because they don't want to lose the taste of the flavor and the broken chips. Women would love to do that, but they don't. They don't like to crunch too loudly in public, and they don't lick their fingers. I would like... Is that true? Is there a single woman who doesn't... Who who would want a, a... 
chip that doesn't crunch loudly? Come on now. This is ridiculous. That's sexist nonsense. Uh, 888-900-3393. The low-crunch triangular snacks will even come in special packs specifically designed to fit into a woman's handbag. (laughs) Stop it! Kyle at Oklahoma. You're on the blaze. Hi. I'm just going to tell you that I uh, just recently bought uh, a house and it might be Willy Wonka's house. I climbed into the attic and found out there was a ton of cotton candy up there. <laughs> so I, I may develop some diabetes. So uh, diabetes. Did is, you uh, did you eat all the cotton candy? Did you go ahead and eat it, it all? Was, <laughs> it was good. It caused me to itch a little bit, but you know, I, 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 my stool has been a lot nicer. So. <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. Appreciate it. That's a thinking man joke right there. <laughs> yeah, it, it took is. us both a while. Yeah, it took me a second, and then it's it sinks in. And that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> so great. It just shows you the absolute lunacy of this stuff. I mean, Tide Pods look like candy. Tide Pods look too delicious not to put in your mouth. And Tide Pods are being eaten on purpose by teenagers and young adults. It it has nothing to do with the appearance of the packaging. Nothing to do with it. So ridiculous. Um, All right, here's something interesting, too. Apparently, if you win a lottery, unless you sign the back of the ticket with, um, uh, I don't know, that you're a trust of some sort, they have to announce your name. Why would that be? Why would the government care about whether or not you want to remain anonymous? A New Hampshire woman who uh, apparently has a Powerball ticket that won $559.7 million wants a court order allowing her to stay anonymous. Which is a pretty good idea. If you win that kind of money, because when everybody finds out that you have it, oh, the humanity. I mean, they're coming after you for donations, uh, for loans, for uh, investing in some great idea they have. The woman, though, uh, identified only as Jane Doe, filed a complaint last week in Hillsborough Superior Court saying that she signed the back of the ticket. She did sign the back of the ticket following the January 6th drawing. She then contacted a lawyer and learned that she could have shielded her identity by instead writing the name of a trust. Well, if you don't have a trust, how do you... And if you don't know that rule, how do you do that? The New Hampshire resident says she made a huge mistake. She hasn't turned in the ticket yet. State lottery officials say they'll proceed in accordance with state law, which says a lottery winner's name, town, and prize amount are public information. Oh. You're just putting this woman in, especially if she lives alone, putting her in danger. Why would you do that? Yeah, I don't like this. I don't like that at all. And because it's not, how much of that lottery winning is fronted by the government? Is it it not exclusively? I think it all comes from from, people willingly handing over their money at the counter at the groceries, at the, uh, you know. As far as I know, yeah. I mean, I'm not a super expert on lotteries and gambling like this but i think i know it just all comes from people who invested it right uh, years ago i read there were a couple of states where you could remain anonymous i know delaware was one of them i forgot where the other place was obviously new hampshire is one of them 
Um, but, uh, it, yeah, so I, I just, I don't like that because I don't see the point. It's not, not like you're just giving this person government money and, hey, you should see where your government money is going to. Right. It has nothing to do with that. And so oh, so they're, they're saying that in New Hampshire, you could remain anonymous if... If you put the name of a trust. If you sign it correctly. Yes. That's crap. Yeah, it is. Let her go back and fix this. Because how, how are you supposed to even know that when you head into it? I, how are you supposed to know that? I will say, though, $559 million. Wow, that'd be nice. Wouldn't that be nice? Mm. Oh, that'd be great. Or if I'm a lottery oh official, I say, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to keep you anonymous if you give us some of that money. Uh, you got I, the money to pay me off. <laughs> I was just asked in my ear if I would come to work the next day. <laughs> I don't even make the phone call. What? You just figure it out on your own. Well, you don't even know uh, how to use your phone. About day three, uh, you might think, hey, Pat hasn't been here. I wonder if he won the lottery. Hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. Eventually, when I'm in the south of France... Uh, and you get a hold of me there, you'll How, how you'll are we going to get a hold of you? You're just going to call us and tell us? No, I mean, I might answer your call eventually, you know, six weeks later or something. So hold on a second. For me By to accident, get you to answer your phone, you have to win the lottery? I have to win the lottery. Yeah. Oh, hell. I so you got that going for you. Uh, 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the blaze radio network oh pat look at the video look look at the video there at the blaze tv.com yeah. look at that what do you mean look at this yeah, shouldn't have to put up with this on my own you're show. dancing over oh, there yeah. cutting a rug did not have to do this yeah, on, on my own show uh triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three uh by the way even though it was in the new york post okay the Doritos story, not true. What? Whoa, whoa, fake news? Yep, fake news. <gasps> fake news. God dang it. Uh, Pepsi says there's no such thing as Doritos. So that's a relief, because that would be stupid. It'd be right? mushy Doritos if they didn't crunch. Yeah, that's stupid. So we should probably known. But, I mean, there are so many stupid things that these companies do that everybody does that you just don't know anymore. Mm-hmm. She says, uh, or the statement from Pepsi says, we already have Doritos for women. They're called Doritos. <laughs> okay. That's uh, that's good. I like that. Uh, and it's true. I mean, because, yeah, oh, come on, you don't want the crunch? It's too loud for you? Uh, let's see. At Pat Unleashed, Kaboom says, only in a world where the father-daughter dance is offensive do people find laundry detergent appetizing. Yes. Hmm. Uh Sheehan 13 you would think that the crazy New York Dems would love dumb kids eating Tide Pods letting them kill themselves would help global warming by reducing the population huh Uh, from Marianne Reavy I say there's no fixing stupid if you don't know that ingesting any type of cleaning product can kill you there's nothing we can do for you yeah I'm sorry morons bye uh, from I Spy, God invented natural selection for a reason. Just, just saying. <laughs> Here is some great news, though. Um, the Spice Girls are getting back together. 
<clears throat> right? Is that, I mean, how many times have we been clamoring for a reunion of the Spice Girls? See, I can't count that high. Only a DeBarge reunion is higher on my priority list. Actually, it is. <laughs> uh, so, apparently, they're getting back together for a reunion tour that will take them to the United States. Okay. Mel B., Victoria Beckham, Jerry Hallowell, Emma Button, and Melanie C. <laughs> met last week with her former manager, Simon Fuller. Sources connected to the women say uh, the meeting was for rough planning, and the goal is a world tour that will kick off in late summer. Mm-mm-mm. Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I want to. I want to. I want to. I want a Spice Girls tour. No. Oh, please. You're going, right? Oh, man. I'm going to be in the front row. You think they're open for Foreigner? (laughs) Would you go then? (laughs) No. Uh, Everybody but Victoria was ready for the reunion for a long time, but now even Victoria uh, Beckham has come around. Okay. Well, then. Saved it. Thank goodness. Yeah, because you you can't do a Spice Girls tour without Victoria Beckham. Simon Fuller, who made a lifetime worth of money as the creator of American Idol, will manage the group during the tour. Uh, He's organizing the tour because he enjoys the girls and the group, apparently. One more thing. uh, Merchandising opportunities connected with the tour. I just can't wait to see the Spice Girls product. You know, to take a Spice Girls lunchbox to work and stuff, wouldn't that be great? (laughs) (laughs) It's just embarrassing. The Spice Girls... I mean, that was terrible in the late 90s. Now you're in 2018, you're going to bring them back when they're what, middle-aged? Victoria Beckham's got to be 45, 50 years old by now? Come on. Is that the way they look now? I think so, yes. Yes, because this little tag Hmm. says, you know, it was great to catch up with my girls. Uh Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Future's looking spicy. (laughs) Future's looking spicy, Pat. That's adorable. But uh, they've aged well. I mean, look at that. Yeah, they have. Yeah, they they have. They look okay. I mean, David Beckham still is he still playing soccer? Yeah, I think he, really he still did. plays. He's still playing? Okay. Does he? Huh? Are you sure about that? I don't think so. I, mean, I don't think it's possible. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, Steve Wynn accused of uh, a lot of sexual harassment and assault. Apparently, has now stepped down from virtually everything he had a hand in Steve Wynn resorts. He was the CEO. He's out of that. He's out of the, he's out of the, uh, the casinos. He's out of all of it. He's 76 years old. It's time to retire anyway, probably. Hmm. Um, but a spokesman for Wynn resorts said the company had no comment beyond its statement announcing that he resigned on Wednesday. He also resigned as chairman and CEO of Win Macau Limited. Uh, isn't uh, so? Is that a timeshare company? I think it's timeshare. Ick! <laughs> what a horrible business that is. Uh-huh. Stop it! Stop! Stop sucking people into the timeshare industry. If that is so bad now that they got people who specialize <laughs> in getting you out of those contracts. <laughs> yes, they do. Uh, so you know it's a great business when you've got somebody. Whose business it is to get you out. You know, there's another business uh, that thrives on that. uh, It helps people um, when the IRS is after you. So if your business has spawned businesses, congratulations. You're like the IRS. (laughs) 
Timeshares. So not only is is uh, Steve Wynn a newly accused, well, within the last week or two, uh, so is Ryan Seacrest. Now, I hadn't heard about the Ryan Seacrest stuff, but he says, in November, I received a letter from a lawyer representing a former show stylist. She claimed that I mistreated her more than a decade ago when we worked together. This arrived during an unprecedented public reckoning by women in our industry. Uh, these, and I found it heartbreaking. These women sought to bring attention to the systemic gender inequality that has occurred for decades. I was and am amazed at their bravery. <laughs> yeah, you're amazed at the bravery of somebody to falsely accuse you? Okay. Mm-hmm. To have my workplace conduct questioned was gut, gut-wrenching. I've always aimed to treat all of my colleagues with honesty, respect, kindness, and compassion. Yet, I knew, regardless of the confidence I had, that there was no merit to the allegations. My name would likely soon appear on those lists of suspected despicable people uh, for words and deeds. The pressures of our overflowing news feeds would insist on it. I absolutely want to be part of the change, the progress that's coming. I didn't want to be a proscript of evidence of its cause. Seacrest writes further, after sharing the letter with the network, I publicly denied the claims against me and agreed to participate in any inquiry the network deemed appropriate. On February 1st, I received notice that an independent third party found the claims to be unsubstantiated and there was no evidence of wrongdoing on my part. So Ryan Seacrest has apparently been cleared. Now, this is the way you kind of handle it, right? Um, he went to the, he went to his network and he said, I'm being accused of this, but I didn't do it. Go ahead and look into it. I'll, I'll participate in whatever way you want. And they did. So they got a third party to look into it. They found no evidence. He wasn't, he wasn't fired. He wasn't suspended. He wasn't released from his job while they looked into it. They just looked into it to see if there was anything to it. Found out there wasn't. He's back on, on, on the job and actually never left the job which is the way it should be if, if there's no proof against you. He said, most of, the, most of us agree that the presumption of innocence is an important standard. Yeah. We're taught early on it's essential to see all sides, to give everyone a chance to explain and to check for exculpatory evidence that may have been missed. At a time when improper interactions between men and women, especially in the workplace, are part of a national conversation. We must find a way to ensure that everyone, the public, private, and public institutions, accusers and alleged accused, are given the opportunity for swift and fair review. Yeah. I mean, if we handled all the situations like that, it'd be great. By the way, Ryan Seacrest, um, you might be surprised. I, I don't think he's like with the prevailing theory among Hollywood people. In other words, I don't think Ryan Seacrest is progressive. Hmm. Yeah. He's a great guy. Good he does guy. so much good stuff you're always yeah, reading does. about. He does. So I, I just, I'm, I'm with him on this. He's taken way too many jobs for himself, though. He's a little selfish on that. That's he needs to let a few of those jobs go so somebody else can have one. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. See you tomorrow. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.